Yeah, I'm not all about the smooth and orderly transitions tonight. It's my first show back, Ripper. I fully expect major technical difficulties and fully expect this show to be a hot mess. That is what I believe is going to happen. Just the way we like it. Just the way we like it. Let's go! Welcome back. Oh my goodness gracious. Ripper, has it in fact been an entire week? Our last studio show was Wednesday, November 17th. It's been two weeks, Rip. Two weeks! I don't even know how it accidentally went that long. I'm glad to be back with you. Hope you guys had a wonderful holiday break. And here we are, wrapping up Duality Part 2. And issuing our final grades here tonight. Who is here to contribute? Who is here to praise or slam? Who is here to provide constructive feedback or just sing the praises of Scopely this month? We are going to find out here together. Welcome into a Talking Trek server sound off. What's up? OP, server 15. Thank you very much. Appreciate you being here. Data Systems on 27. Stratalorian on 9. Dragon on server 17. Thank you. Tagora on 40. Gherkin, server 140, uh, 184 rather. Jerry Ryan on 146. James Bond, server 35. Thank you. Andy Dandy on 31. Captain Oblivious, server 30. Rocking it. Commander Taylor on the time capsule, server 192. Joker, nobody's going to like my grade, he says, from server 16. Uh, Borg 104 is here. What's up? Yeehaw! Uh, Dekix flying around somewhere in Europe. Subcommander on 32. Tabby Moses, server 20. Admiral Poops a lot. Checking in from server 42. Truck and Chick on 26. Andar, 163. Yusuki on 44. Gobbles on 36. Archangel Sito on server 15. Also from server 15, Lieutenant Razik is here. Thank you. Scrappy on 137. I'm Beglin on 32. Resurrection Hunter 28. Dirty Bird Bill from the flagship server 15. Thank you. Al Bill on server 38. Thank you. Demolition Dude on server 146. Tagora on 40. Meows on server 27. Jersey James on 31. Qsum on 45. Slaughter on 34. Patron Saint Nick on server 10. Bernard server 28. Kel on 193. Whoop, whoop. Thank you, Rajal Ghoul 138, Lube on 135, Scaly back from the Outback on 193, Stony Dude, server 10, Empty Calories on 33, uh, Prime on server 52, uh, Nova, server 41, thank you, LA Ravager on 44, Big Bad Ed, server 30 is in the hizzy, Nowhere Man on 14, Game Junior on 30, Cobra 62, welcome in, Dahagas on 16, Devil in the Belfry, Server 14, also Shrike on 14. Thanks for being here. Data on 32, Sitting Bull, Server 40. Captain Bull on Server 15. Gator on 28. Zebukin on 53. And 78 additional messages here this evening. Thank you guys so very, very much for being here. It is my absolute honor and privilege to host this podcast for you guys. Good evening. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome in to Talking Trek. I'd like to welcome my panel tonight as we have so much to get to. We do indeed. I just realized, Ripper, 
I'm not going to finish my cloaking dailies tonight because there's a high degree of likelihood I won't be done with the show before event reset. Yikes. <laughs> and if I try to go and do it, you know what? Here, I'm going to try. That's, that's not going to work. I'm going to be wildly distracted. You know what? Here's what I'm going to do. While somebody else is talking and giving their grade, I'm going to not pay attention and fly my ship. <laughs> no, that's not allowed, DJ. Okay, not allowed. I must listen. You, you to... can you can do your. One... You can ignore my portion, <laughs> DJ. It's okay. <laughs> you can do the singular. I'll, you know what? Daily, the one you. way you have to kill a hostile. Kel says I can do it during a commercial break. That's what I'll do. I'll do that during a commercial break. It's the last. It's the last one that I have to do today. I, I haven't done it. I, I have struggled to get that into my daily regimen. To be perfectly honest with you, I, I, I've, I've struggled to remember that one. I look at the end of the day, and I'm like, oh, crap, it's here. Uh, good evening, everybody. Let's uh, get in. It's been uh, two weeks since our last studio show, which also means two weeks since we last checked in with news headlines from around the world going to the Talking Trek studios. Let's find out what's stupid happening with the stupid news. news headlines. And let's do it. News. News. It's time news. for the news. U.S. scientists. News. Thank you. Thank you, Stevie. U.S. scientists have revealed... Oh, for the love of crime. U.S. scientists are in the news, Ripper, and have revealed the world's first living robots. Guys, this is real news. They are called Xenobots, and they can now self-reproduce. Ripper, if this does not scare the ever-living bejesus out of you, I don't know what can. Forget the Terminator. Forget the Terminator, folks, okay? These de- these robots, okay? They were created using the heart and skin stem cells from an African clawed frog. I am not making this up. African clawed frogs, heart and skin cells uh, were unveiled, and, and they made it into this robot. These robots unveiled last year after the experiment showed they could move around and self-heal. These scientists say they don't like the self-healing part, though, Rip. Partly because that means these robots are not going to need pharmaceutical companies paying their livelihoods anymore. (laughs) They can self-heal. There's a lot of ramifications for these robots, but I am scared of all of them. (laughs) Okay? I am super scared of every single one. You can tell me something good that this thing will do, and I'm like, yeah, then I'll be assimilated. It's going to happen. Just... Heads up, watch out for the Xenobots, everybody. Yeah, we, we can just disagree on that opinion. You like you want the self you want the sentient I'm, robots to I'm take over the world? For it. Let's go. <laughs> A passenger. I'm, I'm so excited that it's finally something happening in that field. Amazing. Well, it Let's is an, it's an amazing advancement for sure, but I mean Skynet happened, okay? Didn't happen for us yet, it happened in the future. Just saying, don't get it twisted. It'll happen. A passenger on Delta Airlines was reportedly uh, videoed and published and shamed on the internet (laughs) for breastfeeding during a flight. Now, before anybody gets all upset, me personally, I fully support it. It's a natural thing. You should do that. Your babies rely on your mothers for sustenance. Except... It wasn't a baby she was breastfeeding, Ripper. This woman on Delta Airlines was reportedly caught breastfeeding her cat... (laughs) <laughs> during a flight to Atlanta. I can't... That is so wrong. I can't make this up, folks. All right, she was breastfeeding oh, her kitty. Uh, kind of wondering if it... May, listen, as your friendly neighborhood cat person, I'm kind of curious if it has the same effects as a bag of cat nip. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's... 
that's what's happening. A Florida couple is in the news and was arrested this past week for recording an OnlyFans video in the back of a highway patrol car. <laughs> now, this, this raises questions for me, Handy. This raises questions because they were arrested for doing it. But if it was illegal or if they were arrested for doing it, how did they get in there in the first place? Like, why wasn't the officer, like, investigated as part of this? Because he had to give somebody his patrol car, right? This couple was, uh, was filmed and published it on OnlyFans in the back of a highway patrol car. On the bright side, now there is, in fact, finally a new police movie that doesn't star Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kim Jong-un is in the news, Steven Zarin, has reportedly banned citizens in North Korea from wearing leather coats. The reason? He doesn't want them copying his look. Not making that up. That's news. Doesn't want them looking like him, which actually may also explain why he doesn't give them food. <laughs> I laughed out loud very heartily at that one. Uh, the World Chess Championship is underway. For those of you interested, if you don't believe me, you can check it out for yourself. <laughs> uh, Russian cannibal. <laughs> I am so on fire today. A Russian cannibal is in the news and was arrested after a headless body fell out of his car during a car accident. He's out on bail, but rumor has it it cost him an arm and a leg. <laughs> Apparently, this guy had bad dandruff. They found his head and shoulders in the back seat. Thank you. Thank you. Are you trying to carpool? <laughs> There's, carpool more. There's more jokes. I'm not going to read them all. Uh, in a viral social media post this past week, please, somebody tell me you got the picture for this story. In a viral social media post this week, a woman named Sharon has blasted the Marie Calendar Dessert Company for allegedly ruining her Thanksgiving dessert. She posted a picture of her freshly prepared dessert and immediately the internet went on to roast her harder than she actually did the pie. Some customers do understand Sharon's position, though, claiming that they too received a pie with the directions varying from the norm, indicating that you should preheat your oven to a temperature equal to the seventh realm of hell, then activate the broiler to a temperature equal to that of a supernova, uh, supernova and bake for 74 days. Marie Calendars Online has been empathetic to Sharon and offered to assist her with replacing her Thanksgiving dessert, while others on the internet insist it was the Star Trek Fleet Command player's fault for not reading the news. I'm sorry, sorry. Hang on, strike that. It was Sharon's fault for not reading uh, that the oven was supposed to be only set to Satan's armpit. Folks, I think this has to be the talking trick DA of the day. And since I may or may not have also messed up a dessert, I think I'll cover my tracks. I'll take this dessert. I'm going to yeet it into the sun and go blame Betty Crocker. Ladies and gentlemen, your talking track DA of the day. Did somebody see that? Oh my God, look at that pie, Ripper. Look at it. There is no way that pie baked for less than eight hours. Okay, you look at that picture. So, Steven Zaren, throw that into the graphics room because if you're listening in podcast form, and by the way, good evening and welcome in to the thousands of players who are listening and downloading our podcast across podcast platforms everywhere if you join our discord you will see a picture of this pie you don't even have to come into our discord though if you just google sharon's pie you're gonna see it it's all over the internet <laughs> it's all over the internet into something, aren't you oh my god no no you just google this the the comments have been so funny 
the comments are amazing. The internet community has taken the trolling of this woman. The roast of this woman is so amazing. So much better than her pie. Um, that uh, There you go, right there. <laughs> Steve Terry, it was hilarious when I saw it. I knew. So bad. Uh, good evening, everybody. Welcome into the show. Uh, a couple of announcements very quickly before we get started. Um, I would like to share with you our progress on Secret Santa. This is going really, really well. You guys are phenomenal. Ripper and I looked earlier today, and we have found that you guys have purchased, if I'm not mistaken, uh, roughly 15 of these gifts uh, so far. I think we had like 25 on there, so about 15 of them are, st- are, uh, are gone. There's still about 10 of them left, and what we're doing with this, and I'm super, super pleased with you guys. Thank you. What we're doing with this is asking you guys to provide the Secret Santa gifts to the Talking Trek staff and to you, the community. If we're able to fill out this list, then we, are, we put extra items in there, Ripper. So we've got some amazing uh, Star Trek merchandise. Uh, we may even, Snake Eyes, throw in a little Talking Trek merchandise. And we are going to give those away as we approach the middle of the month so that you, too, can receive a gift from the Talking Trek community. Uh, so I'm pretty excited about that. You guys have been amazing. The link is in our announcements channel. Stevens Aaron will also make sure it's in our graphics room. If you're looking for the Amazon gift list, just go to DJ's wish list and you can find the items. I will tell you, I, uh, I will tell you, hang on Q-Tip, I'm getting to that. I will tell you that there is nothing for me on it. I don't want anybody to misunderstand. I'm not asking you guys to buy my, my kids Christmas. There's nothing for me on there. It's all for the Talking Trek uh, staff and team and some stuff that we're actually going to give away back to you guys. So Bubba Joe may go in there and buy an item, and it may end up being given to Scalyback or Big Bad Ed or Jersey James. All right, that can happen. We're going to do a giveaway for the extras. Now, I know Big Bad. I'm totally begging for the goodies, uh, but it has nothing to do with me. There's nothing for me on the list. Ripper is trying to convince me to put something on the list. But I'll tell you, if I do put something on the list, I'll tell you that it's definitely for me. I'll then tell you what it is. I just don't know what I need to put on there yet, Ripper. I want some memory for my streaming computer. Like new memory sticks, RAM sticks or whatever. But i got to figure out what kind I need. So Ripper and Snake Eyes are going to help me figure it out. And if, I put a, if you go to the list and you see that on there, just know it's for me. So feel free not to buy it. All right, there you go. You don't have to buy it. Um, now... I will tell you this, Q-Tip. Uh, hey, Stevens Aaron, take our shipping address and throw it in the, uh, in the graphics room as well. Q-Tip says, send me a P.O. box. I'll send you something. We do have a Talking Trek shipping address now, and that's where everything is coming. If you shop through the uh, Amazon link, it's going to automatically insert our shipping address into your, uh, into your address book, which is super creepy, Ripper. Uh, but that's the way it works, apparently. So you'll ship everything to us, and then we're going to ship everything out including the cookies that somebody has already sent for you, Ripper. The cookies are in my possession. And I'm glad that they showed up early because I am sure that if we, even if we ship them now, I don't know that they would get to Germany on time. So <laughs> Captain Oblivion says they're not going to be there for long. I will get them out, all right? And that's going um, to... Uh, question going is, to- are they still good when they arrive? I, th- I hope so. I don't think that these were homemade. They were bought. So I think, you know, they're sealed up and... You know, all that good mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, so it, it, they were delicious, by the way. I shouldn't say that, devil. Don't make me say that. Uh, anywho, uh, we'll get the gifts shipped out to everybody. You guys check that out. Uh, now, Q-Tip says, what are you doing for the kids? Well, yes, Talking Trek is giving back. Oh, okay. Somebody is asking me real quick about 
the cat food. <laughs> the cat food that's on the Amazon gift list. That's not for me. Okay? It's not for me. It's for my Queen Kitty Zola. Alright, I did put gifts for, for my animals on there. Not for me, not for my kids, but for my animals. Luna uh, has a gift on there. I think somebody bought it, Ripper! I think somebody bought the gift for my dogs, because there was like a dog like a dog toy, like ropes. Somebody got that. It's not on the list, I don't think. Is it still on the list, somebody? No, I'm pretty sure it's gone. Somebody bought the dog toys. So thank you for that. Mm -hmm. That's going to my going to my okay. my puppies. Um, all right, so here's what we're doing for uh, Talking Trek Gives Back this holiday season. And I'm sorry, we're going to get to the show in a second. got to get all the announcements out while you guys are all here listening. Talking Trek is giving back this year, Q-Tip. Um, and we're doing it a little bit differently. I drew my inspiration from a radio show that I have listened to in the past. And so I'm totally ripping this off from them. But it's probably something you guys have heard in the past. What we would like for you to do, Talking Trek community, is to nominate a family in need. Uh, what we like to do is receive emails, tell us the story, tell us what's going on with this family, and we're going to try and call this family up. What Talking Trek is prepared to do, and I actually checked it out with Snake Eyes. We looked at all the money. Um, Talking Trek is going to, and I know it's not a whole lot, Okay, it's not a whole lot, but hopefully we can make a difference in some family's life this Christmas. Uh, send us your letters. Tell us why the family you nominate deserves to receive $500 from Talking Trek and the community this year to help their Christmas be one spot brighter. Um, we uh, Day Trade says, do we get to vote on it? I guess we could. Uh, typically, I just get the letters, and then I'll pick one, I'll decide, and then we'll try to call that family, and we'll try to surprise them, and we'll tell them what one of you have nominated them to receive and what they are, in fact, going to receive. Um, so, wait, the Kardashians are doing this? I don't want to do it now. I don't want to do it now. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I think that's nice. Ripper, don't you think? Here, I'm going to turn this off. I think, because I, we were looking. We've had a great year. You guys have been so phenomenal. Um, and uh, we we have done good things this year. And I feel like I've said this before, uh, when we find ourselves operating in a little bit in the black handy, we don't keep that. We don't use it to buy packs or, or this or that. If we need equipment, you know, we'll do that. But when we get a little bit of, of surplus, then we like to give it back. We did that for Liam. You guys remember Liam? Uh, Jason uh, rode his bicycle 500 miles for that little man. Um, and then, of course, Halen and her service animal. And so this year uh, for Christmas, we want to do something a little bit different. And uh, Talking Trek is going to commit $500 to this family. I don't know if that's going to be enough to, to take, care, take care of somebody's Christmas. I, you know, it might be enough for someone to have a really nice meal for someone who couldn't necessarily do that. Uh, or maybe a toy or two for a couple of kids in a family that's that's not able to provide a Christmas for their young ones. So uh, that's what we're going to do. Talking Trek is giving $500 uh, to a family, and we're going to let you choose uh, that family. So please write your emails to TalkingTrekSTFC.com. Talking Trek, uh, sorry, TalkingTrekSTFC at gmail.com. TalkingTrekSTFC at gmail.com. Send your nomination letters, and uh, towards the end of the month, we're going or Well, we need to do it sooner than that. Really, Bubba Joe, we got to probably need to have that arranged by like the middle of December at the latest so we can get them the money in time. Talking Trek STFC. Star Trek Fleet Command, Looter. Come on. Star, uh, talking Trek STFC at gmail.com and uh, we will put $500 into the stockings of some young ones this year. Bubba Joe, how do you feel about uh, giving back to, to a family in need? 
It's got to be. I feel great. That's got to be awesome. It's got to be something cool. We appreciate that, uh, and uh, and we'll be doing that this year. Also, um, oh god, it just left me. Don't know. Talking track gives back. Nah, it just left me, Bubba Joe. I literally just had something else I wanted to say, and, it, and I lost it completely. It's gone. Oh, 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 I know what it is. I know what it is. Last thing. Uh, last thing. I'm on, while I'm on my philanthropy kick. Uh, you guys have heard me talk uh, before about being super active with, like, kids and, and school. In my area, I don't know where if this is like this where you are, Bubba Joe. Where I am, uh, this is a low-income area. Like, it's a federal poverty zone. You know, like... The schools all do free meals for the students because um, the students can't afford to buy their lunch here. And and this has happened. I've been involved in this for like the last probably three, two, three years. Uh, in, in our area, it is kind of a known epidemic, Bubba, that if kids don't go to school, they don't eat. All right. Like during Thanksgiving break, me and my wife got together and, and we got together with the teachers because the teachers know these students. Right. And, and in our area, this is, it's really cool. It's so uplifting. It's so moving. The teachers in our area, for students who, who they know are going to have a, a struggle while they're at home, they will pack meals. They'll pack meals for the students, and they will take them to their homes while they're out of school. On Fridays, teachers will send students home uh, with food for the weekend. Bubba, it's, it's crazy. Like, to me, I can't fathom it. I cannot fathom that there are parents <clears throat> who will not – be able to get something for their kids to eat on, on a weekend. Like, to me, it's just unfathomable. I would literally sell my blood to make sure that there was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in my kid's belly. But sometimes that can't happen. And I am no, I'm not judging anybody. Sometimes it just can't happen. So we have been ramping this up, and we did it during Thanksgiving, and I want to encourage you. This is it. We're not doing anything with your community or anything. We're doing this, just ours, but I, I we did this this past week for Bubba Joe, uh, for Thanksgiving, Bubba Joe, and I wanted to kind of remind you guys that there is this kind of need in your community that you probably not even thought about it, but kids, if they're not in school, there's a, there's a possibility that they ain't eating. So get with your teachers, uh, get with the educators in your school. They probably know who these students are, and you too can help provide uh, some food for these children to be able to eat because Christmas break is coming up, and that's going to be weeks, Bubba Joe, that they're not in the classroom and, and for some of these kids, that's going to be a really hungry couple of weeks. And, and I've said this before. There is very little in this world that, that kicks me in the gut than a child who's hungry or in pain or cold, you know, and it's just, it will tear at me. I'll have nightmares about it. I won't be able to sleep thinking about it. So, uh, you know what? Just an awareness piece. You guys go on out and get with your local school system. See if there's something you can do this holiday season to give a child a full belly, and it would mean a lot uh, for me to think about it. Tell us your stories. You can tell your teachers that you were prodded to go out there and do it. Uh, be proud of what you're doing and, uh, and tell us all about it. I really, really want to hear about your stories, about you touching a life. I'll tell you this. Here's one more, Bubba Joe. Now, my school does this. I actually fundamentally hate this. I'm going to get into Star Trek in a second. I'm so sorry. I'm going to get into this uh, real quick, Bubba Joe. I only found out probably two or three weeks ago all right, that, that my school has a fundraiser. The fundraiser is providing the children ice cream at the end of the day. The ice cream costs a dollar. Now, Bubba Joe, you know where I'm going with this. This actually made me so angry. I know why they're doing it. I know it's a fundraiser. 
but parents send their their money to the school. Now, Mrs. DJs has been doing this. I didn't, I, you know, I, I'm not going to tell her not to. I didn't think about it. She was sending Oliver DJs' money to school, and he gets to eat ice cream. So he was telling me about this the other day, and, and I wouldn't have known. He said he was having ice cream at school. Okay, fine. I got ice cream at school. I didn't think about that. Okay? Um, but what they said, uh, what he said was that there was a kid who didn't get ice cream. Well, Bubba, that was red flag for me. So I asked him a little bit more about it, and he said that there was some kids who didn't get ice cream every day. And I said, what do, what do those kids do while you're eating ice cream? He was like, oh, well, they get to put their heads on their desk. Bubba, Joe, right. Bubba, Joe, you want to talk about my blood pressure going from zero to Sharon's pie in about 2.5 seconds? All right. I called the teacher, and I said, listen. I, obviously, I can't do this. I can't do this to every, you know, for everybody. I can't. But how many, how many students in Oliver's classroom don't get ice cream? Because I think that this is barbaric. I said, and I know it's not your call. It's not your fault. It's the school's fundraiser, whatever. He's like, I got seven students. I'm like, and how often do they do this ice cream thing every day? Every day, Bubba Joe. A dollar a day, every single day. Five dollars a week for these kids to not feel left out five dollars a week for these students to not be potentially made fun of or not to think that they're not good enough to get ice cream what in the hell school that is the most barbaric horrific thing i have ever heard in my life so i wrote a check for 140 dollars bubba to pay for those seven students for an entire month i couldn't stomach it could not even think about it okay so, listen, know what's going on in your schools. Know what's happening, okay? And just know that whatever is happening, I don't know, I'm looking over in the chat, and I'm seeing, I'm actually seeing some people talk about this, whether or not you agree with it or not. I don't care, by the way. I, I hope you're not making fun of what I'm trying to talk about. I don't care if you like it or not, but this is happening in your own neighborhood. Don't be blind to it. Know what's going on in your schools. And, I, and I'm, this is not political. I don't care if it's a liberal school, conservative school, whatever. These are children. These are children. Dekix, you know what? I thought about that. He says, maybe those seven kids are lactose intolerant. I did ask the teacher. I said, have their parents said that they can't? Have their parents said that they can't, Bubba Joe? Like, maybe they can't eat ice cream. Could we send something else? Could we do chocolate? You know, could we do, could we do something else? A treat for these kids? Because the kids don't know. Kids don't know right. if their parents are paying or not. Oliver didn't even know that we were paying for this stuff. So I sent the check to school, and, and I'm talking to his teacher, and his teacher's like, you know, this is great. He said, do you want? I was like, nope, absolutely not. I don't want anybody to know. I don't even want the students to know. All I know is that Oliver came home that day, Bubba Joe. Let me tell you, you guys do something like this, it will fill your heart with joy. Oliver came home that day and said, Daddy, You'll never guess what happened today. And I'm like, what happened, buddy? He said, I'll change the name for, not that it matters. He's six years old. Ethan got ice cream today. I'm like, oh, is Ethan your friend? He said, yeah, but he never gets ice cream. I'm like, well, that's really sad. I said, did Ethan, did, did everybody get ice cream today? He said, everybody got ice cream, dad. He said, nobody had to put their heads on their desk today. Man. I tried not to cry in front of my kid. I tried not to cry. Why should our children, 
I don't mean to be political. I'm sorry. I'll move off of it. Why should our children be forced to feel that way when they're supposed to be safe in schools? And this is not a political thing. Don't make it and don't twist it that way. This is about a kid feeling like a part of a social circle. This is about a kid not being pointed at or left out or, or discriminated against because of his socioeconomic status. I couldn't deal with it couldn't deal with it. And I am so happy. That brought me so much joy. So folks, I don't care. Whatever it is, it, it could be packing a school lunch. It could be giving ice cream. It could be finding a pair of shoes. Do you guys have Christmas angels in your area? Go to, go to a church. Get, get an angel from a tree and do something for a child this Christmas. There is not a better feeling in the world. Do something for a kid, okay? Do something for a kid this Christmas. I promise you it will just make you so, you, you will feel so amazing. Bubba Joe uh, spent 15, oh my God, almost 20 minutes. <laughs> sorry, sorry for my preaching. Let's get into talking track, everybody. Um, we've got a lot of stuff to get to tonight, Bubba Joe. Good news is we're done with the stuff. We're done with the stuff. Talking Trek, Secret Santa, Talking Trek Gives Back, and doing something for your school. It's all done. So now we can nerd out, Bubba Joe. Duality Part 2 is done. Duality Part 2 is done, and we have... Thank uh, God. Thank God, he says. Thank God. Oh, my gosh, Bubba Joe. I guess that means that we are probably going to have to start uh, with you. Hang on. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, hang on. I want to thank my panel of guests tonight and would like to welcome Bubba Joe to the stage. Nice. Yes. Bubba Joe is here, everybody. Round of applause for Bubba Joe and his uh, stage introduction music. Yeti. Excellent. All right. <laughs> thank um, you very much. You're very welcome. Bubba Joe is here. Uh, and, of course, we've got Criminal Rip. Uh, Rip is here for us as well tonight, and thank you for staying up. I know it's late, and then I've, all I've done is jibber-jabber my jaws around something that you weren't even here for, Ripper. Sorry. Uh, good evening. How are things, or good morning, rather, how are things in Germany this week? Did you have a wonderful holiday? What <gasps> holiday? Oh. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Sorry. This is my international ignorance, everybody. Germany doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving. Go Merck. We do, okay. but oh, not good. at that particular date. <laughs> Sorry. See, I am so dumb. All right. Well, did you have a great week, Ripper? <laughs> Karkin, what about you? Yeah. Do you guys celebrate Thanksgiving? What? Yeah, but it was like a month ago, two months and a half. <laughs> Whoops. Okay. Well, you guys listen. do it late, man. Hope it's everybody had a great. <laughs> hope everybody had a great <laughs> week. All right, uh, Bubba Joe. Let's get into it. Grading of the arcs. Okay, we started talking about it Sunday and talking with cars with DJs about some of the framework, some of the stuff that we we're going to be talking about. Um, let me start with you here, Bubba Joe. I'm going to give you the first bullet point. I know you're dying. I know you want to give it out, and the natural uh, response for you is going to be to give a negative comment to begin with. Uh, <laughs> but that said, we're going to get to a lot of stuff tonight, Bubba Joe. Let me start with you because you've, you've told me that you have something you just got to get out there, okay? So st uh, topic number one, duality part two. We had cloaking for more ships. We had uh, Sela, Romulan officer, Tomalock. Um, we had territory capture attempt number one, revitalization. Uh, what is it that you're going to pick from your list to lead off with tonight, Bubba Joe? What's your conversation piece? 
Well, I think I'm going to start with uh, milestones versus rewards, if that's okay. Absolutely. Let's do it. Break it down for me. All right. So, uh, so I, I, first I want to say that, you know, my perspective is not going to match everyone else's. And I think everyone else's is going to be very positive in terms of the, both the milestones and the rewards. And so that's great. I think that the fact that Scopely has listened to us talk about milestones versus rewards for a long time and for everyone 50 and under really sounds like they did an excellent job of matching effort to reward and actually even increasing reward over anything that we've ever seen. So that should be applauded. Additionally, I said at the beginning of the arc, I said, Scopely's going to get a pass from me as far as rewards for 51 plus, not a passing grade, but a pass from me, you know, a a non-grade if they miss because it's new, even though we've harped on saying rewards have got to match effort. So I'm not going to complain about what I felt was a lacking of rewards in 50, 51 plus. What I am going to say is it felt like every single day of the arc, I was having to hit over a hundred hostiles. Now I know we talked about, you know, everyone's complaining about the 1500 thing, but there's a difference in between grinding for rep and you doing that, you know, maybe on a weekend or a day off or something like that and having to go out and relocate your base or go into deep space or whatever you're trying to do and find the specific hostels you have to hit day in and day out. Maybe today it's Eclipse. And and the milestones that they set did not have not appreciated the fact that there's no Chen anymore. So hitting 100 hostiles of a higher level is a lot, right? Hitting, you know, 51 or, you know, 51 is okay with Chen, but, you know, the, the, the milestones were very difficult to hit for 51+. Plus. And so my first bit of feedback is that still needs to be looked at we talked about it last arc we're talking about it again that needs to be looked at because having to go out and hit those hostels every single day is a problem and i think we talked about you know the 1500 is you know very few people are doing it every day there are some you know and i don't have time to hit 1500 i don't have time to hit 200 hostels every day and it felt like every day of this arc it was like oh i got another grind to try and get to before the reset and it just became very, very tedious based on the milestones for 51 plus. All right. So <clears throat> what I want to do is I want to, I want to look, and I don't know if you've got anything uh, specifically in your head. I would like to look at, at some of these events if we could and, and find out what was the style? What was the reason that you think that some of these happened this way? Um, because it kind of feels like, that is something very, very op-centric, right? And and this is probably yes. this is probably coming back to the conversation that we've been having about the lack of Chen. But I mean, look at the chat. Yo, sub fifty-one. This this was not duplicated. I know myself now. Right. I am I'm at a super weird, uh, amazing place as a player. Bubba, I might camp here forever. <laughs> because I know that as I scale my ops up, the capital city traders are going to become less and less valuable, right? There's literally not a hostile event that I can do that makes me hit more than five or six of those things. And I do 25 of them for my daily. There is not an event that I don't finish just doing my dailies. I'm very, very lazy. I've gotten, I've gotten so lazy since I started doing, uh, since I started doing my dailies in a capital city system. For that reason, 
there's a lot of times, Bubba, I won't do my events at Event Reset. Like, I've already done my dailies. I've got a specific time of the day that I do my dailies. And, and every single day, it's that time. It's usually in the morning, 6, 7 o'clock in the morning when I get up. So if a noon event rolls around and it's a hostile hunt, I'll wait. I ain't doing it. Why? I'm going to satisfy it the next morning anyway. So I just kind of wait. It, it, it's almost like the, the paradox thing where Scopely's wanting people to move up. But then they do something that makes people not want to move up, like what they did with 39 and 40 and 41 last month in October. So it's weird, and I have to wonder if Scopely intends on doing that stuff. Like, it can't be on purpose. Surely to goodness it's not on purpose. They don't want people holding back, right? So yeah, I agree, and, and, I, and I'm reading the chat right now, and I'm seeing a lot of people that are at, the, at uh, a little bit higher up in ops level uh, there's, you know, 50, 51, 52, 53 that are, you know, basically iterating kind of the similar experience I had. And the problem is, is that the, you have players, you know, this is the problem, the really, and, and I do not want Scopely to fix this because it's going to really upset the, the balance. And a lot of players will get very upset. But the balance of the capital city systems having traders that with the help of Chen are very killable for people starting off at 39, 38, 37. And so if you go say a 37 needs to go hit, you know, 20, 50, 41s, and they can kill 49 and get one guy, one hostile done, and they've completed the event, they love that, right? They love this event. I go hit three hostiles, I get all the rewards, it's great. I, I, I lost no investment. Even if they're doing ship for ship, you know, one hole per kill. Um, so, so there is, there is definitely, you know, the the capital city systems are imbalancing the effect because um, the, the the players are able to kill forty nines when in reality they not kill a forty nine somewhere else. So they couldn't, and they still have the advantage of Chen. And so it feels like Scopely has still not figured out how to balance hostile killing events for the players that either that can't use Chen because you know they're at an ops level that prevents them from effectively using Chen. Um, so it, I don't know how to balance that. I don't have a solution for Scopely. If I did, I would give it to them through you. Um, but it feels like there's definitely an imbalance there of how do they balance the fact that you know an ops 38 can kill a city trader and complete an event versus you know an ops 52 or 53 that seems like having to kill you know lots and lots and lots of ships uh that are, are very difficult to kill and yeah. you know because they don't have the chat anymore it, so, it's it's weird uh, because you're right i don't necessarily want the capital city system to change because it allows me to be the laziest son of a gun in the game <laughs> but on the other hand too <clears throat> you 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 risk it being like the Franklin original mission launch all over again. If you make the capital city systems easier or spawn better or whatever you do, it's just going to be the one system where everybody goes. So you can't fix it. You can't change it because otherwise that's the only place anybody will ever go for their events ever. And if they change and if they, if they get rid of it or make them, you know, level 42 hostels or something like that that completely changes the balance that affects so many more players what they really need to do is adjust the 51 plus milestones and what they're trying to do with their hostels figure out what a fair balance is for that as opposed to punishing the other 95 percent players that are still utilizing the capital city the capital city systems should exist 
but it's how do you balance the events for the two to five percent of players that are oh, 51 plus oh, yeah. and can can and now need something that is more realistic to to hit go ahead ripper in, uh, in, i i don't think adjusting the milestones is the right way to go i think the points per hostiles should should be the the way they they are going to balance that Speak up a little bit. You're kind of mumbly. What did you say? <laughs> I I was. I'm sorry. Um, I know it's late. It's. I'm sorry. I, I should have kept it's late. late. There are people sleeping in the house, by the way. <laughs> Just <laughs> yell. Be like, they got me cookies. Oh no. Yeah. No. I, I was just <laughs> saying that. Uh, I think instead of adjusting the milestones, um, I think it's better to adjust the points per hostile, depending on on the level you go. Uh, do you do you feel first of all let me ask you a very because, dangerous because question if you just uh, the 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 milestones too low then then you know the so the intention is that you should kill hostiles appropriate to your level right right that's the intention but if you lower the hostile the, the milestones then the, that incentive completely goes away is is my my thinking behind that i don't disagree but because the capital city, city systems have been the way that they are for as long as they have been, do you not feel that it would be dangerous territory for them to, even if they left them at 49, to change the points where like, okay, 42, 43, 44, all the way through 48 are escalating in points, and then suddenly the 49s are like a low point value? Like, that would be a dig. You can't do that, right? I, no, that's not what I meant. I mean, the, the specific issue, I think, is primarily for 51+, plus, right, Baba Joe? So, I, would, I would agree with that, yeah. So, so, so you w wouldn't change the, the points for the hostiles sub-51, but, you know, 51+, plus hostiles get so more if, points. If you look at some of the milestones, and, and I, can, I can go to the, the STFC at Space and pull it up, some of the events did, you know, there was a, a noticeable difference, right? There was... I think it was like 9,000, some of them, that's like 9,000 for a 50, and then like 16,000 for a 51, and 30,000 for a 52. But then the problem is, is that those those points continued to climb with the difficulty, which meant that you had to hit even more of the levels that they that yeah. you were trying to go hit. And so you're right, that what they need is that balancing those points may be appropriate, but then they still have to consider the fact that you know, there is a vast difference between hitting 52s and 53s and 53s yeah. and 54s. Um, yeah. and, and we did, we did send that. Uh, Handy, give me one second. I'm coming to you next. We did send that up uh, this past month, Ripper. We said that uh, it was a, a major hurdle or a major milestone break where you can't just continue to expect 50 hostiles at Ops Plus One. Like... It's not comparable anymore. They have taken that. Uh, they they've taken that feedback, but I don't know that anything has has necessarily been actioned on it, Ripper, because I haven't had any real follow up questions about that. The 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 need to understand the implications of missing Chen. Because here's the thing. I know it's supposed to be harder, Bubba Joe. I'm okay with it being harder. You you advance to a point where you need to do harder things, but this is such a vast vast chasm of difference between effort you know it's not even the cost it's the effort i i should be required even if it's expensive even if it's hard i should be required to not put any more time in than a level 60 player it may cost the level 60 300 billion trite all right might cost me a million trite 
but it should still, in my mind, be roughly the same required effort. Handy, how do you feel about that summation? Like, is it time? Is your time valuable? Or, or is your bigger problem Absolutely. with the resources? Oh, I, I don't have the time is my issue. And ever since uh, going 50 plus, or especially since hitting 52, um, I all of a sudden the, the goalposts have been moved so far out that just like Bubba said, it's just, it's too far out in my opinion. And I don't, I don't have the new ships with 80 million power or whatever. And I can just go hit the higher hostels. If I could, I would, but I don't. So poops a lot of grief with you. Yeah. He's almost like they're requiring that, that people, if they move up to that ops level, that you have to build the new ships if you want to do these events. It's it's almost like they looked at the points, they looked at the amount of effort it would take to complete these events and said, well, let's set the goalposts so far out that everybody has to build the new ships. Gee, that'll make us a lot of money. Let's do that. <laughs> well, now, from a game design perspective, Handy, obviously, as you scale up in ops, the need for those relevant ships should present but maybe it shouldn't be quite so early bubba the epic g3s the present at 34 you're not required to hit 39s until you know ops 39 so so perhaps we need to take a look at at these hostels and and ripper you've said before you actually praise the game design element of these new hostels so mm-hmm. if we were taking your your concept because from a game design perspective they are they're they're a challenge they're mathematically kind of beautiful. Um, they're not one size fits all anymore, but that is creating um, a chasm in the quote unquote required effort. Ripper, if you were looking at solving this problem, or if you think it's a problem, all right, uh, give your perspective. Do you believe that that something should be done? And and if so, I know you'd mentioned earlier adjust the points for the hostels. What? At what ops level do you think that, say, Handy at 53 should be, quote-unquote, required uh, to have a new uncommon ship? I mean, even at, even at 41. So, even at 41, I don't need the jelly. At 42, I doubt I'm going to need a Kelvin. I can, I can just go uh, down and... I mean, maybe. maybe so I don't know. There, there, there should be a point where, where you know, the... the just the, the general gameplay drives you into the d- desire to have one just you know to make life easier obviously um that also makes perfect sense but it should be no no earlier than 55 in my opinion so if you were going to adjust this so so obviously the time and required effort should go up towards that 55 point but it shouldn't feel as though you need one, you need one of those new ships at fifty-two, at fifty-two or fifty-three. 53. That that is is obviously just, in my opinion, wrong. Well, you need time too, right? Because here's the thing, Bubba. There's a very realistic possibility for someone to be ops fifty-three and not shipyard fifty-three, right? I mean, that's a realistic thing, right? Yep. And 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 because it's only about seventeen years worth of building. Uh, to get between those two points. <laughs> so, and then there's the, 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 the blueprints. Then there's the hundreds of billions of resources 
just to get it to a usable tier. Somebody who has a G5 uncommon, at what tier does it become useful? Is it like Frank A, where it's useful out of the box? Or is it going to take, like, all the G3 and all of the G4 ships to where it's like Tier 3, Tier 4 before it's good? From what I understand, they are good out of the box. And useful. It's still a lot. So a Tier 1, you could take it out and do a hostile hunt. Is that what you're you're thinking you could do, Handy? At, at That's what I've been told. I don't have one yet, so I don't know myself. Bubba Joe, have you heard the same? Like, at, at Tier 1... This ship is able to replace your pylum with effectiveness in these events? That's not what I've been heard. I haven't heard that either. I'm hearing, now, I'm not hearing Tier 4, but I'm hearing like tier, tier late Tier 2, early Tier 3. Yeah, I've, I've seen some level 10s. I've seen some level 10s actually out there doing the job. But they still say they like the pylum better. So, can, should, I mean, we could talk about what it takes to actually do that, though. So, because, let me just, you know. So Nova is the is the ship before that, right? And I was actually thinking, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to muscle my way through all this common. I'm going to force my way into Tier 2 to get that extra bonus because, you know, it's just common, which means I can just convert for Latinum. Uh, it, it, it's not actually possible yet for me. Like, it's over 6 million Latinum to muscle your way through the common of the first tier of the g5 ship i can only imagine that to do that for the uncommon 53 ship that it's more (laughs) that makes me want to barf um and again listen you know early reaction bubba joe last month early reaction was that 50s you know 51 plus was like the holy grail it was the paradise it took a minute didn't it bubba joe we're seeing it now ain't we handy all right. Although developmentally, game design wise, I still think G five is better than G four from what I'm hearing. But it, yeah, listen, it ain't cheap, is it, boys? Is it, boys? It, it ain't yeah, cheap. Uh, so I'm not backing off of my G five is better than G four, but it is certainly not cheap, and it certainly has uh, a number of pain points for advancement. So I, I'm not backing off from my my sentiment that it is better than G four um, because, again. If you decide to take a break and only compete in events for a month, you're able to make some level of advancement. That was not possible in early G4. The events got you nowhere close to doing a single building over the course of a month. Here, the events, the 6- and 12-hour events, and what you can get from, uh, from the arc will advance at least a building or two in some total across everything. So, yes, G5 is still better than G4, but it is definitely – that does not mean it is easy. It does not mean it is pain-free. There is definitely Listen, a cost Bubba, to doing are, it. You told me you were free to play up there at Ops 52. Bubba, you lied. It's free to play. I, I, abs- I, did, I did not. In fact, I made it very clear <laughs> when you let me host that I, I heard never that. claimed to be a free-to-play 50. Handy said he was free to play. Oxymoron. Free to play. <laughs> it is actually true at the moment. I haven't spent any money in weeks. Really? Okay. And I'll tell you why. If but, you you're, but you're at 52 then, right? So let me ask yeah. you. Uh, and and this is not this is not part of the grading of the arc. So let me spend two seconds on this. How are you? How are you finding your progression towards 53? We know that's the big hurdle. You're 52. Presumably, you did that with some bank. Now 
like, how have you found your progression towards 53? Is it frustrating or is it reasonable? Uh, it's a snail's pace, but that's to be expected at any level. Okay, fair enough. So um, I would say that I, I would agree with Bubba that I am progressing. I am, am able to do things. So the payouts are good when I can complete the events, if I can spend the time. If so there's the, the caveat. Yeah, we need right. the time. All right, so Bubba, let me come back to your point regarding this duality part two. You talked about points and milestones. I want to translate that slightly into uh, total event rewards. This can be my point because as a 41 and I observed and pulled, you know, spoke to players and talked to players, from what I can tell, Ripper, uh, Karkin, you fill me in. This to me felt like it was the same sentiment down through about 37. Uh, 36 was kind of mixed. They said it was good, but not all events were good. And 35 came back and told me, you know what? We were left in the cold. All this big, huge ramp up you guys are talking about, we didn't get it at Ops 35. Karkin, you're 32. How did you feel about the payouts of this arc? I mean, did you feel that they were better than normal? Because I spoke to a few 34s and 35s who were like, what the hell y'all talking about? It's the same was, old, same old for me. We had a fairly decent pair. Like, it was higher than normal, but I was would have been happier not hearing what everyone else got. That's for sure. Handy, <laughs> 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 stop talking about it. Um, <laughs> so the 30... So where Wait, are we... What's this about a billion token? Bill, what? <laughs> no. Where do we think that found... Uh, see, Razik says, you know, at 35, it was kind of the same thing. Maybe a little bit better. Nothing exciting. Uh, Joker says, level 29... Higher than normal, but they made us work for it. Devil in the Belfry says a little better, Ops 33. Now, let me just, by the same token, we read these three comments here. Somebody at Ops 36? Okay, Simpy at 36. He said, mad to me at 36 compared to what I was getting at 38. What, do you have another account? You got a 36 and a 38? Damn, boy. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Dragon. Now, Dragon, you yours is weird. You say at 39 it was so-so. 37 was the break point. That's where it I, got stupid was 37. Go yeah. ahead, Rip. I'm, I mean, someone comparing 36 to 38, how is that comparison being done? Is that just comparing raw values? Because that's rubbish. Um. Is it compared to the needs at that particular level versus that other level and the rewards? Yes, no, maybe. There is, there is, it's not 100% rubbish, Ripper. I, I, I do know, just like Bubba has always warned us, there is uh, a comparative piece that needs to happen, right? Perspective needs to be had. But here was the obvious thing to me. The obvious piece that I found, Ripper, was that 37 is where they actually started with the 1 billion token. So at 36, for example, a ticketed event, just like V-Ready said, was equal parts raw and token. Perfectly, straight up, equal parts. And it wasn't even a billion. It was like, I think at 37, it was like, uh, or 36, it was something like 300 million. So 300 million in tokens, 300 million in raw, which is a great payout for a 37 rep. But at 37, uh, sorry, I keep getting these confused. It's a great payout for 36, but at 37... They started with the one billion. Oh, Ransusi says 37 didn't get the one billion. Are you sure? Do I have this confused? Was it 38? See, I, I'm getting a little bit twisted, but either way, wherever. Okay, 38 plus got the one billion. So, so it was right, 36 and 37. 
38 started with the 1 billion ripper and and the 1 billion token wasn't just one it was like two or three or maybe even four per event so it took the events from 37 and literally over tripled the payout from 37 to 38 the cost of 37 to 38 it ain't triple so so payout wise legit 38 got better like quantity better subjective better perspective better all around better all right so that's fine but you know is that the question is is the i it has been so long since i was at that level okay so i don't i don't know how it is today Mm -hmm. um is the rewards you get at let's say 35 are they more than enough to progress these days oh absolutely so, Absolutely. so, but does that mean that that levels thirty six, thirty seven are relatively quick, and you can probably do them in like a month or so? Maybe. Well, you know what? K twenty K twenty one is kind of saying that. He said, "Listen, nowadays, maybe the new message is, maybe the message is get your epic at thirty four, rush to thirty nine, <laughs> then camp for three years." I don't know. I, th- that's why I'm. I'm not saying it is that that, that it is that. Wait, I'm just asking, you know. Um, look at Steven's I, I, I don't look at every single level for every event. Even though I have all of them on my site, I don't. Oh, you, you couldn't. I know time. you couldn't. And I try to as much as I can with the analysis, but, you know, even, like I said, the second part of this arc, I, I was kind of checked out. Steven Zaren, that was not you, or was that your alt? What are you talking about? Steven Zaren writes in the chat, says 34 to 38 in a, in a shade over two weeks. That was you? I thought you were 39. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, so 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 with the comment that if you're you know rush kind of rush to 39 if you have 35 and then you have 35 ships in research, I I don't personally think that's an issue. I was actually in my 40s with like a tier 5 enterprise and didn't have any issues. You know, hmm. I I don't think that's necessarily gonna be an issue for most people especially for the events i mean the events at like what 39 are incredibly easy like yeah they are because you got the capital systems to deal with easily to them with like a tier four enterprise stratalorian uh says i went to 39 right before this arc the payouts were unlike anything i've ever seen all right day trade says i'm listen i don't know what y'all talking about with your epics i'm a level 40 i'm still using a sally he says and the payouts were dope all right I yeah, you know so, just I don't know but hmm. maybe just go don't sit around at those mid 30s just go you know Bubba we just talked about camping here not long ago maybe Scopely's trying to throw us a curveball maybe they're trying to say listen we're gonna move these goalposts a little bit uh, especially down here in the 30s maybe we we listen we've trained you commanders we've trained you to camp we've trained you to wait on events. You know, I want to share something. I probably, I probably, probably shouldn't. I don't, this is probably okay. This is probably okay. All right, because it already happened. Bubba, do you know that when the ultras were updated in October, that the average, average number of ultra tokens, I think I shared this with you guys. I don't remember what it was. It was like 70 or 80,000. All right. And we know that that's, that's obviously, that that sounds like a fair average, Bubba, because some people have millions, right? I mean, how many ultra tokens you got? I know you've used some here lately, but I mean, you still have to have a couple hundred thousand at, at minimum, right? 
Uh, ultra tokens? Ultra. No. no? Handy, what about you? Let me just get a quick gauge here. I, I, well, I have I have 82,000 ultra tokens. Okay. Not over 100. In the audience, you're going to sound off real super I, quick. Right now, like inventory, in-bank, ultra recruit tokens. 16,000. 16,000. Handy's got 20K. Bubba has 80,000. Rip, what you got? Zero. <laughs> Truck and chick. Alps 39. What you got? 41K. 41K. Captain Mark. Captain Mark is being quiet. 22K. 22K. Ultimate DJs. Wow. Okay. Maybe I'm on the wrong side of this. I'm sitting at 68,000. I didn't use a drop of them this past month. Uh, let's check the chat. All right. 22K. 45, 38, under 30, 35, 6, 46, 41, 40, 18, 30, 50, 92. Thank you, Retro. Good God. I was kind of wondering, am I like the only hoarder in here? All right. Retro. You didn't 92. use any for those multiple leaderboard things? You didn't? Um, no. No. I use transporter. I, 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 I use transporter patterns. I use transporter patterns. Although that wasn't enough. It, well, my board was oddly non-competitive. Secondly, I was <laughs> funny story. I intended on competing Friday. I think is when that event ended. Maybe Thursday. Uh, but it was the one with the weird. No, it was definitely Friday. Maybe it was Saturday. It was the one with the weird time. Right. It ended at like seven p.m. You guys remember that? All right. Yeah. <clears throat> I was at work. I had every intention. I had spent a few, not a ton. I had every intention on competing because I was like, okay, I'm off work at six. I'll have an hour just to sit and smash the button. I was going to smash the button. A customer held me late. I got out of work. I logged into the game. I'm sitting in my car in the parking lot. It's four minutes till. I'm like, well, there's no point now. I can't mash the button that fast. So I didn't even get to play in it. I was going to. I didn't. I still scored like a couple of thousand points. But... Anyway, uh, Day Trade <clears throat> says 50. Uh, Raj Al Ghul says 90. I'm looking for anybody more than 60. Wow, not a lot. Oh, thank you, Cruiser. He's got 142,000. Whoop, whoop. All right, anyway. Get him. <laughs> get him, get him. All right, so here's my point. Here's my point. I will point out that in October, a lot of people were probably a little low, right, Bubba Joe? A lot of people might have gotten a little bit low uh, in the first part of the arc because that was the month where the Ston thing happened, right? Right. Then people been saving, people been banking. I gave the hint going into November that ultra spend was not going to be a part of obtaining the officer, okay? Now, they did end up having the recruiting event for the Thanksgiving Day event, but it didn't require ultras, so people continued to bank this stuff, and I'm super proud of you. All right. However, Scopely is trying their best, Bubba Joe, to take our teachings and, and flush them. All right. Because then at the end of October, what happened to the Ultra Chest? End of October, when people are already and people are already maybe somewhat tapped, the Ultra Chest was improved. Now, this excited a lot of people. This excited a lot of people. It excited all of us. We were all relatively happy with this change. The average, roughly, if I'm remembering, I'm doing this from memory handy, the average number of ultra recruits being held by a player in the month of October was roughly-ish 80,000. Now, if you take the players that are holding multiple hundreds of thousands, that's averaging out with the players who are holding 5,000, okay? The average commander, 
or the average number of ultras held by an active daily player was 80,000. Now, I knew that that means some high-end players must have just had boatloads of them because I know there's a they lot of They don't have people. that bracket or number broken down into each bracket? No, it, was just, it wasn't data. It was just a casual conversation because, Bubba Joe, they were hopeful. They were hopeful that when they released this change, this is October, Stevens Aaron, so don't freak out. When they released this change, they had hoped that players were going to sink everything into it. They had hoped that players were going to go bonkers wild. As a matter of fact, I followed back up with them this month, and I said, hey, how did it look? Did everybody spend everything that they wanted you to, that you wanted them to spend? And they said, God, ironically, no. The ultra sync was actually disappointing. Bubba Joe, I had to defend leaving it this way. They were so disappointed with the results that they thought we didn't like it. And I had to say, whoa, 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 whoa. You've trained us this way. You've trained us this way. This is 100% on them. You've trained us to not spend anything until we're paid for it. That's even what we've taught, Bubba Joe. Not because we're, we're agents of Scopely. Not because of, of, of we're trying to hold back your progression while the staff of Talking Trek take over the galaxy. That's not it. We're teaching you this because that's the way Scopely's done it for three years. We're teaching you how to be prepared for what Scopely has done for three years. Then, Bubba, they tell us that they're disappointed with the ultra spend. And I'm like, hey, here's an idea. Introduce a sync event, all right? Players are going to be happier. This was a change, Bubba Joe, that I don't Mm -hmm. think was going to largely spur spend as much as it was going to improve attitude from the player base. And this is a fundamental difference that, that players have when talking to the business people at Scopely. Because... Crazy enough, like, what do we always say, Bubba? Happy players spend more, right? Yep, yep. They gave us a chance to prove it, and we failed. <laughs> and we failed. Well, well, okay, so we didn't we didn't spend the banks that we got, for sure. That, that, that didn't sound like it happened. But I'll tell you, I got as low as, uh, I got as low as, like, 12,000 since they did that change. You know, I, I'm digging for officers that I can then upgrade. So I think that, you know, I, I think that there's definitely uh, people are spending. But I, but the problem is, again, we brought this up when they added the ultra recruit spend portion to the auction. I think I said this specifically. Scopely has basically now made it so that there is not a single resource that you can reliably spend. There's not an avenue of advancement that you can do that will not come back to bite you because Scopely will try and monetize it in, not monetize like cost, but monetize it in event payout in yeah. some way. And it's preventing players. It's it's paralysis of advancement because you're afraid as soon as I hit that defense platform, pop, an event's going to come up and For I'm power. going to regret that. Decision. Yeah, yeah. So I have, so my point in all of this was, you know, we have, have kind of gotten ourselves into a place where we've been teaching about camping, if I'm going full circle, about camping and where you should go. And and I am starting to wonder. I still maintain you got to keep yourself a bank. But, guys, can I – let me tell you. Now, I this is going to sound disgusting. If you'd rather me show you a picture, I will. I'm not 
BSing on anything, and, and, and Scopely hasn't given me anything, but, but I scrapped a lot of level 26 ships this month, Bubba Joe. Like, I realized I have not been spending G3. I realized it last month. Like, I have gotten to the point where everything is G4 for me. Like, I'm super advanced in my research. There's nothing costing G3 anymore, Bubba Joe. So I look, and I had like 10, 12,000 of each. All right? So I, I, I think I said this during weekend number two of Borg Barrett. I spent, my milestone was 9,200 or 9,700 materials, whatever it was. Oh, Bubba Joe. I did it all with level 26 ships. Now, it was very expensive trite-wise, but guess what? I had the trite, too, because the arc was stupid good. I tiered and promoted probably six, seven level 26 ships. Had to spend a boatload of latinum for parts. Ran out of parts. Had to spend latinum for the parts. And then, Sela Auction came around, and I <laughs> spent 250,000 latinum on leveling the ships. So I've been scrapping all month long. Now, the reason that I bring this up is exactly the point that you're talking about, Bubba Joe. There may potentially come a point, there may potentially come a point, folks, where you can feel safe to spend something and not hold yourself back, which is nothing I've ever said before, Bubba Joe. I've never said that before. I've always said, spend when it pays you. I feel like Scope was trying to break that mold. And if they are, I'm okay with it. But then you can't come back and and surprise players like you did with Sela, for example. You know? Uh, now, G3, <laughs> this is insane. Let me tell you what I've got here right now. I did six level 26 ships, Bubba Joe. I am still holding on to 12.3 thousand G3 uncommon ore. 15.2 thousand G3 Uncommon Gas. And only 450 G3 Uncommon Crystal because I did a lot of D3s this month. <laughs> okay? Now, that's, that's crazy, right? That's crazy. But I don't think that there's a material event that could come out that's going to trip me up this month. So, so maybe, guys, when you feel like you have just a stupid bank... Maybe it's okay to spend a little bit. You're right, K21. When you're scrapping ships, the rares become the bottleneck. I've only got 163 rare ore. I do still have 820 rare crystal. And I got 2,000 rare, or uh, 820 rare gas. I got 2,000 rare crystal. I could still go back and build like six more Mayflowers. And I don't, I don't understand it, Bubba Joe. And, and further when we're talking about payouts this month, and I'll move on from this point in a second, when we're talking about payouts, where the hell did all this come from? Where, I'm, not, I'm not using the refinery for 15,000 gas, Bubba Joe. I built three Mayflowers and maxed them this month. I got 15,000 on common gas. Where is this coming from? Because I don't flipping know. It's got to be from events, right? Sure. It has to be from events. And yes, some from Pax Lone Wolf, but I don't spend that much. I mean, I think I spent 300 bucks this month. 300 so, bucks don't buy 15,000 gas. That's true. It's true. So let's 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 wrap it up on on this point because I think we've spent a lot of time talking about this. I I think that the feedback and I'd love to hear from other people is that for all of the event rewards, 
for 50 on down. And uh, 50 is the one I'm uncertain of, but for certainly on 49 on down, I think 50 was included in that. Um, the payout was fantastic. Like people were absolutely thrilled with the payout. And I'm not going to say that you're wrong or, you know, because the numbers you guys have told me is like, oh my God, if I was a 41 and got that, or if I was a 45 and got that, I would have been ecstatic. So I can't, and I'm not going to tell you you're wrong because you're right. Those are absurd numbers. They you are. should be and, happy. And by the you way, should be applauding Scopely for that. I am. And Taylor, don't think, he says, don't complain about the uncommon. I'm not complaining. I'm demonstrating. Like, this was insane. And, and I spent 18,000 G3 this month. I did all of Borg Barrett on G3. And I still have that. My G4 is gargantuan Bubba Joe because I haven't spent anything on it. I, I, I've got so much stuff in here, Bubba Joe, that I'm actually thinking about building a level 42 ship just for the hell of it. Like, I know it's going to be a while before I get to 46. My plan was not to build a 42 ship. I think I might. Why not? Are you sure? Are you sure that you're going to be a long time to 46 if these event rewards stay kind of how they are or get better? Maybe not. Be, you know, so that brings up something else for another show. I got out my progression spreadsheet this past, this past week, Bubba Joe. Uh, I got out my progression spreadsheet, and I said, you know what? Okay, if I did want to build a Valdor, I, I literally was working on it even as early as this afternoon. If I did want to build a Valdor, what do I want to do first? Okay. Uh, so I decided, here we go. I made a list of all the research that I want to do before I want to build a Valdor. Because there's things like pure ore, pure gas, explorer bartering, ship component efficiency, stuff that I haven't maxed out yet. So I made a list. I've got 24 researches on my list. Now that sounds like a lot, doesn't it, Handy? 24 researches. Probably have that mm. done in a couple of mini events, to be frank. I don't think so. I don't think that sounds like a lot at all. It's not a lot. I'm 24 researches away. And I am eight buildings away from not Shipyard 42, but eight buildings away from where I want to build that ship. Why would that be, anybody? Why would I want to build extra buildings before coming back and building a ship? Hmm. Thank you, Master Blaster. To unlock additional efficiency research locked behind the Foundry and the Astronautics Studio which both require Shipyard 42. So I want to do those so I can come back and finish uh, some of this other research. And once I get those researches done and those eight buildings done, I might be ready to build a Valdor. Now, I want to see, Bubba Joe, you're right. Maybe the path to 46 isn't that long. I got what feels like a stupid amount of stuff in the month of November. I'm going to time this out. Today is day zero. Ground zero, Bubba Joe, on my path to the Valdor. I may not build it, but I am going to utilize, and by the way, this may be very foolish, but I am going to utilize every mini event, every research event handy, and I am going to just gag me with a fork, and I'm not going to care about the materials that I spend. This is for science, people. All right? This is for science. I may regret that, in this upcoming arc, Bubba Joe. If there's a material sink event, I'm screwed. Okay? <laughs> but I am going to do all of this stuff. Because, by the way, I counted everything up. I counted everything up. 
I have everything I need, except for all the commons, but I can keep scrapping ships, and I might spend a little latinum. I've got it all. I literally, I could, if I just wanted to keep mashing buttons, I could build a Valdor tonight. So I'm going to use the mini events, at least get paid a little something, and I'm going to see how long it actually takes, Bubba Joe. I'd be willing to bet that within 11 days, and I say that because that's the full cycle of the mini event calendar, within 11 days, I'd be ready to build it. So I'm going to see for science. I'm going to try to do it. I don't know if I'll be, I don't know if it'll be in time for the next arc, but it doesn't matter because the battle pass is the same 40 plus. So anyway, right. doesn't matter. We're going to see what happens with it. All right. Now, Captain Oblivious, you says, you know what? If December backstrack, this conversation may be moot. Maybe I should wait. Maybe I should wait, Captain Oblivious, and make sure December doesn't suck. <laughs> but I'm telling you. All right. I'm telling you, it, it's just, it's been, it's been kind of crazy. Um, that said, let's use this opportunity to take our first break. This entire first hour has been all about the economy. Bubba Joe, is it, is it, it, does it suffice to say that, that the economy was just ridiculously jaw dropping, amazing conversation, whether it be the improvement or whether it be why some players were left out. This was the central piece of this arc was economy coming up after the break we're going to talk a little bit more about the uh, cloaking the territory capture event that was something they invested heavily into and maybe uh handy we'll discuss these new nova skins bubba joe i know you're chasing it has anybody in our audience actually gotten the new nova skin bubba i know you were frustrated by the gating process on that I, I can all but guarantee you nobody has it. We're going to talk about why. And if yeah. Scopely is actually playing this right, you know, th I argued for this back in October, Bubba Joe. I said, why release a feature that not everybody can play with? I was referring to the paywalled status of the level 26 cloak. They put it in the paid battle pass, which is better than something else they could have done all right because at least a lot of players at least find value in that battle pass but a true free-to-play was left out of the feature of the entire month well this month they kind of did it again and i'm wondering if this is a road that we've started to toe down bubba that i might not like it might be time to call scopely out and say back the heck up back it up we should not be releasing features that will not be available unless you drop coin i think it deserves conversation and we'll talk about it coming up right after this break my name is ultimate djs we are grading the arc duality part two here on the stage of talking track we'll return in a moment please don't go anywhere hang on this program is made possible in part by a grant from jolly rancher candies and for your other mood swings, try our Grouchy Rancher, Euphoric Rancher, and Dangerously Bipolar Rancher candies. The horses are in the gate, and we are all set for the Thanksgiving Pig Out Derby. And they're off. Chips and dip come out first, followed by No Thanks, I'm Waiting Till Dinner, Boring Football Game, and Beer. 
As we hit turn one, hot appetizers are followed by loud relatives, and boring football game gives way to another beer. On to the backstretch now, where chips and dip are becoming a force. And now hot appetizers have forgotten about no thanks and waiting till dinner. Loud relatives are drowning out everyone, and only another beer can get through. Boring football game finishes off chips and dip, and now here's dinner and dessert. And down the stretch they come. Loud relatives are long gone. Dinner and dessert have run out of gas. But here comes sweatpants and leftovers from out of nowhere. Another beer is finished, and as we hit the wire, it's sweatpants with a comfy lead, followed by leftovers, and no thanks, I'm waiting till dinner. Nobody thought sweatpants had a shot at the beginning of the day, but we should have known from last year's race. Hear ye, hear ye. I am here to give these turkeys a presidential pardon. Um, you are no longer the president, sir. This isn't a thing. But the my pillow guy says I am still the president. Yeah, he needs to get more sleep. And by the way, Thanksgiving was last week. Oh, wow. I lose track of the date because I don't have Twitter. I sound confused like Sleepy Joe, who totally stole this election, by the way. When you look at the late votes, the mail-in votes, the duplicate votes, the legal votes, the dead people votes. Oh, my gosh. The turkeys killed themselves. This wouldn't have happened if you would have just let me pardon them. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells swing and jingle bells ring. Snowing and blowing a bushels of fun. Now the jingle hop has begun. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock Jingle bells chime and jingle bell time Dancing and prancing in jingle bell square In the frosty air What a bright time Good evening to you! To rock the night away Music. To go gliding in the one horse uh, Good evening and welcome in everybody to the stage of Talking Trek. Uh, listen, Thanksgiving is coming gone. It is technically December. It's December 1st. It's time for Christmas. That's the jingle bell rock. There you go. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome into the stage of Talking Trek Live, uh, where we got a little jingle bell rock going on. And for the rest of the month, I'm uh, probably going to be delighting you with some favorite holiday tunes. Bubba Joe, have you uh, gotten into the uh, Christmas spirit there at the Joe household? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but uh, to be fair, we had our Christmas decorations up before Halloween. <laughs> You're one of those. Christmas uh, is big deal for Ripper. All right. He's been working on his tree. What was the final light count, Ripper? You showed us a picture of the tree. You told us you were going to, you did 1,600 last year. You thought maybe 1,800 this year. 1,800 wasn't enough, was it? <gasps> Ripper fell asleep. Oh, Ripper fell asleep, everybody. He's still in the I voice chat. Said, I think he said 2,200. 2,200. Now we got to start talking quiet because Ripper's sleeping. He's... I'm not sleeping. Oh, there he is. What happened to you? I was asking about your tree. I was getting something to drink. I'm sorry. Uh, it's, it's all right. It's fine. That's what we all do during a commercial break. I have hit two of my three hostels. That's why I'm not getting back into game content for another 
73 seconds so I can finish my last cloak daily. Uh, Ripper, how many trees or how many lights did you end up putting on that tree? Uh, around 2,000. 2,000 lights. He did 1,600 last year. He's got a big, big tree. It's a big, yeah. huge Christmas tree, everybody. Nine meters tall. Nine meters tall. 2,000 lights. All the lights. Yep. Uh, Captain Mark, how are things going on in the uh, Mark household over there? I see you're enjoying your turkey avatar that was finally gifted out, Karkin. Does anybody, oh, I does anybody believe I couldn't me? wait to see that. <laughs> it had to have been an oversight, right, Karkin? Like, that avatar was supposed to actually come in a vet. It ended up just coming in a gift chest, but that's fine. I think we can take credit just for, like, making Worf taller. I can say I saved the turkey. You did. You brought it up. It. You're like, listen, I don't care about anything else, okay? I don't care about how the economy was this month. We need the turkey avatar. <laughs> it had to happen. Um, it's a Thanksgiving miracle. <laughs> that's right. Uh, it really, really is. Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it's cool. I'm, I'm glad to be in the Christmas spirit. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Uh, right before the break, uh, Bubba Joe, I teased a couple of things that I wanted to touch on this month before I get into territory capture, unless one of you guys wanted to bring it up, Karkin, let me come to you for one of your points next. You love the grading of the arcs cause you write out like a 12 page thesis. What uh, is the number one thing that you want to talk about that impacted your grade for this arc the most? You, you get the next spot. Well, a lot of what Bubba, I agree with, you know, what he was saying. Um, I guess the, the auction was, is always, you know, the officers are always my big go-to. So I guess I can chat a little about there a little bit. Okay, let's do it. I do like the, how they weren't, weren't necessary officers. You know, they were ones that you could decide not to go for if you really wanted to. They're, you know, might have a use in the future if you really supercharge that cloak research or, or find, you know, upgrade Sela to match, you know, Khan. Um, but isn't you could, that, you could, isn't, isn't that like every officer though? I mean, when, just out of curiosity, when was the last officer that was introduced that you felt like you had, had to, to have? have? It's probably Picard, right? Like Beverly Picard and, Picard and Beverly? Picard. Beverly and Picard? Yeah, in and around them, probably. Had, had to make sure it was that's a tough call which one i would want the most but i get them all i kind of like i've turned into the collector i just gotta gotta get them all <laughs> master blaster actually likes your comment he's like wait a minute am i understanding am i hearing this right he liked that the officers sucked uh, <laughs> I don't know. That was what I heard too. Yeah, so I'm a little I, confused. Oh, maybe. Listen, <laughs> I'm not 100% sure that that's the case. Okay. Listen, I did say in the Arcfall video, all right, that Tomalock, I think, served no purpose other than synergy for Sela, Bubba Joe. I said that. Said Tomalock is bleh. He's, he's there for synergy. Sela, I understand why people chased her. I don't think that she's going to be rock your socks off good at tier two. If anything, Sela reminds me, Bubba Joe, Sela reminds me of Michael Burnham. Handy, can you tell me why I might draw that reference? Why would I say that Sela reminds me of Michael Burnham? Uh, I don't know. It's I'm not, not the, good on the spot. It's not the ability. It's not the ability. <laughs> it's not like okay. right? <laughs> Go ahead, Bubba Joe. You got a theory? <laughs> Q-tip no. says they both cry a lot on camera. 
Uh, <laughs> maybe. It's uh, <laughs> funny. Uh, Useful to very specific situations. I don't know. Do you think Michael Burnham's very super specific? Here's why I here's why I feel like it. Okay, let's look at the last couple of officers. Honor Guard Wharf. Let's start there. Does he require tier five, or is he pretty stupid out of the box? I mean, obviously, uh, he's, yeah, good at the box. He's good out. He's he's good out of the box, but he's much better at tier two, and I can only imagine he's improved even more at tier three. Right, I'm good with that, but he has use out of the box. People flying him at tier one. Okay, uh, let's take a look at. I'm going to ignore the Borg miners. Well, I guess we shouldn't. Okay, Borg to Pring out of the box. Good. Borg Barrett, out of the box, good. Come on, class. Yes. Out of the box. Okay, like good. Uh, yeah. Borg Ston, out of the box, good. Yes. Yes, yes. Okay. All so, of them are the equivalent of the max versions of themselves. Exactly. Minus- so, so we've gotten a little bit accustomed to officers who are... I mean, Bubba, I don't want this point to be lost on people. Karkin just pointed out that that this uh, these officers didn't feel wildly chase-worthy. Meanwhile, the last three, four, last four epics we've had have been must-haves. Now, I'm not encouraging, and I'm not saying that Scopely should build trash officers. we got plenty of those already. But what I'm saying is, is that we have taxed ourselves pretty heavily trying to make sure we got everything, Bubba Joe. Maybe some players looked at Seelan and said, finally, a chance to catch my breath. All right. However, because they're select use officers, it's, it's a better term than crappy officer. Okay, so Sela, so, captain's maneuver. I can see that Karkin. I don't feel that way on her officer ability. The reason I equate her to Michael Burnham, Bubba Joe, is because I think that she is worthless at tier one. Yeah. I think she will be mind-boggling at tier five. So again, I don't think that yeah. she is. Like I am, I am far more happy about Tomalock than I am Sela. Interesting. Okay, explain. So uh so I so Tomalock, I just had him up. Let me pull him up a good. Yeah, so, I'm doing the same thing. I'm I'm pulling him back up. <laughs> so Tomalock, right? So his captain's ability, we have lots of throwaway captain's ability. Captain ability is whatever, you know accuracy by hundred percent uh arm piercing shield percentage accuracy by hundred percent. Who cares? Yeah, meh. Okay. His officer ability, we've talked about how the anti-faction officers have a use, and I'm using them right now. I'm using the anti-fed ones because I'm hitting fed ships. 500% of the attack to damage is a relevant amount for a lot of ships and a lot of players. I And, and you don't need cloaking. His officer ability, his, uh, his captain's ability is cloaking. His officer ability does not. It's just... A, another anti anti Klingon officer. I am super happy about Tomalock as opposed to Stila. So you're you're well, looking forward to getting him to tier five, which should be. He's a rare guy, so maybe the event store is going to give you an opportunity, possibly when we when we get it. Okay, but let's say let's say let's just do some math here. Let's say that you're a, a player who has you know great stats, and I'm not going to use stats that Bubba Joe would use, but let's look at your ship. And let's say that you've got stats of, say, 20,000 attack. All right. I don't know if that's too low, but, you know, you, you'll get the idea. All right. You got stats of 20,000 attack. 
All right. And let's pretend that this is the Beverly of this arc, that you're going to go into the event store and you're going to get the shards to max this cat out. You're going to be at 500 percent. You got 20,000 mm-hmm. attack. So that means we are going to increase our shots by, in this example, 100,000 attack per shot. Now, Bubba Joe, if you put that on a Corvus, I feel like uh, meh. Okay? Correct. I mean, in fairness, I feel like that's meh. You well, put this you're on a me- Sally, you put this on right. a Centurion, hell, even put this on an Enterprise. That could potentially now become something that's more important. Tomalock, to me, feels like he has much more use to lower ops level players. Now, Bubba Joe, your interest in him is actually kind of surprising. So so let me give you my numbers, right? So I'm using him on a Tribune, right? Tribune's got this gigantic attack, right? What could I possibly... How could I possibly use these officers on a, on a ship like that, right? So my base, my damage, my average damage of a shot, okay? Now, again, just ignore that these numbers are huge, right? My average damage of a shot is about 700,000, right? I hit a lot of 700,000s because the Tribune gets lots of extra shots, right? I can stack 62,000 defense below, between my above deck and below decks, right? 62,000 defense. You don't use defense. Well, no, the, the Federation ones use defense. Okay. Klingon okay, okay. ones. You, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so whatever it is, you know, I, I can stack sixty-two thousand attack. Well, five hundred percent of that. Okay. Well, that's you know five five times that. That's three hundred and some odd thousand. Three ten extra damage, right? Three huh? ten. Three ten per shot compared to the seven hundred, right? Compared to not the first shot, all of your shots. Okay. So now I've I've almost I've almost increased my effective damage <laughs> by fifty percent. A net of fifty percent. Right? Okay, can I tease you for like just like three sure. seconds? Because we're we're buddies now. We're, we're actually good friends, I think, by this point. So I can I can tease you about something and you not get upset about it, right? Sure. I remember, Handy, when Baba Joe said that two or three hundred thousand per round was no big deal when I was trying to sell exocomps. Okay, just want to go out on a limb. Just want to go out and say, Baba Joe, you're literally saying exactly what I said during TNG Arc Four. So, so okay, I'm just going to throw this out here. Like, you're telling me that you're excited about this when Exocomps was doing this. And so now, let me tell you, let me ask you, Bubba Joe, are you going to activate an Exocomp when you stack up Tomalock? Because then it'll double. Instead of 300,000, maybe you'll get a 500,000 or 550. I can't, I can't get 300,000 with an Exocomp. I, well, maybe not a full 300, but it's going to be a couple hundred. No. So uh, we we can let's do this another time. Okay, let's talk about <laughs> these officers. No, no, I'm serious. Oh, wait, you want me to pull up on STFC? I, I will. But, um, <laughs> so no, it bro. was. Listen, it wasn't per shot. If you remember, I was trying to pitch it as like cumulative. It was like it was only, if I'm not mistaken, it was only like eighty to a hundred thousand per round. But I said, listen, like for some people, that's three to five to seven hundred thousand per round. You told me that was potatoes. Now, granted, Tomalog might be doing it. Three hundred thousand. Okay, now hang on. Three hundred thousand per round. I'm doing three hundred thousand five times in the first round and nineteen times in the second round. 
It's a tribute. You're talking about 300000 right. for a round. Okay. Well, no, it wasn't three hundred thousand for a round. If you're using the Tribune with its burning, it was it was like a hundred thousand per shot. Now you okay. do that so, seventeen so. times, it's one point mi- whatever million. One po- okay. one point million. So my, <laughs> right, one point million. Great. It's one point million. All right. It's roughly thirty right, times well, better. Let's, hey, you know what? Let's <laughs> let's table this. I, you're right. I I I think I think that the numbers are a little bit different. But let's go ahead and talk about this on a different show because I think this is a this is a worthy topic. It is a worthy topic. Talking about all right. Incru- increasing. And would Tomalock's okay. captain ability not get better the higher your ship you use, but because it's a percentage ability, so, so you use it on the. Uh, where the I base, could, I could know, potentially. I could potentially maybe. Bubba Joe see that being good with the triangle, but I think there's so far better captains, you know. Correct. I don't yeah, know. that's what we found. Both the both the the uncommon G four sh- or G five ship that does this, and the officers. It seems like that they are much better suited for in the triangle as opposed to doing anything against the triangle. So, um, so that's that. I, I agree. I think that the officer or the the captain's ability of Tomahawk is going to be good when you're working with the triangle and fairly non-effective when you're working against it. Okay, so we got Tomalock, who may, according to Bubba, potentially be this arc's Beverly Crusher. All right, I'm totally willing to go with that. All right, I, I mean, 500% sounds great. We'll have to see. He is still somewhat niche. He's only against Klingon targets, but this is the Klingon-Romulan war, and he is, in fact, a Romulan. All right, now let's uh, switch gears. Let's take a look at Sela. Who got him up to five hundred percent? Nobody yet, but that's his, <laughs> that's his tier five ability. And and listen, he's a rare. Okay, he's not going to be wildly expensive. So it agrees with their point that these guys aren't good until later. Is what that whole conversation was. <laughs> I agree, they're not good until later. Okay, which is what I think about Sela as well. But Bubba's argument was, I think Tomalock can actually be better than Sela. Let's take a look at Sela. Sela captain's maneuver again. When cloaked, Sela increases critical hit damage by 50%. Okay. Officer ability. When fighting players in PDP, Sela decreases the enemy's crit hit chance by 2% uh, 2 every time this ship scores a hit. All right. Now, this is important terminology. If you're using a Tribune, actually, it's not going to be the same way. It's per weapon. Right, uh, Rip? This is mm-hmm. just like every other shot taken, shot given officer. This is per weapon. All right. So crazy enough, not that you would want to use a jelly in PvP, but the more weapons you have, the better. The Black ISS Jellyfish has like a boatload of weapons. Uh, what's the most we have in this game, Ripper? Four weapons, or is there one that has five? I think it's just four, right? Is that the most number of weapons that any ship has? Is four. Who has four? Well, there's a couple that have four, right? Here, let's take a yeah. look. Yeah, there's the a Newton few. has four. Uh, here, let's just, <laughs> let's just check some of these. Newton, Newton has four. All right. Uh, New- you're right. Newton does have four. You're right. Yep, Newton's got four. Um, I'm just going to check a few here. Sarko has four. Um, okay. <laughs> Who's using that? <laughs> Well, I wanted to lead into the fact that we had a big territory capture event this month, people. Okay, who did fly, who did dust their their mothballs off their sarco and and try to break that out this month? Anybody? 
Okay, stop. Sarcos were on nodes for sure. I saw sarcophaguses. I saw sarcophagi. Can can you say sarcophaguses? Surprisingly, I know people that actually use it. I want a sarcophagus. This is for Christmas. Is that how it goes? Snuffleupagus. Um. Okay. So. All right. So the sarcophagus has one. Um. Let's take a look at. This that's only three. So yeah, there's a few. There's a few. Is the Tribune only three? Yeah, but if we're talking about Yep, Tribune's Tom only three. Lock. We're not Sela. talking about Tom Lock, we're talking about Sela. Yeah. Alright, so so here's here's the thing. Sela has a chance to even a tier one, and, and obviously if we decide that we're gonna go forward, let's do that because I, I don't listen, if you're going against Khan, you're gonna get overwhelmed. Okay? You're gonna go overwhelmed and most people have an advanced con by now, at least tier three, tier four, right? Can we all agree on that? Most players of this game for probably a year plus are sitting on at least a tier three con. So, uh, Sela has the capability of getting that green number up to 6%. Now, at tier four, it's 5%, Karkin. At tier four, she literally negates a con. Okay? Yeah. She negates they, they a con. Based, correct? It, it, even a, even if the ships have different number of shots. Because Khan is when he takes a shot, right? And Sela is when it gives a shot. Well, if you're giving three shots, that means Khan's taking three shots. He's going to proc three times. That's plus five, plus five, plus five. And then Sela is going to give three shots. Minus five, minus five, minus five. At tier four, Sela negates the best critical hit officer you got in the game. Nope. <gasps> Wrong, because there's a new critical hit officer, isn't there, Bubba Joe? Yes, there is. Tell- Specifically for players, which is what she works with. Let's talk about the math. Honor Guard Wharf, ladies and gentlemen. Honor Guard Wharf. What does Sela stack up against with comparison to Honor Guard Wharf? <laughs> so, uh, Honor Guard Wharf. So let me go because I'm looking at. I got it. For the, first, for the first eight rounds of combat in PvP, Honor Guard Wharf increases the critical hit chance of the ship by 45%. Now, let's pretend that you're on a ship with three weapons. Let's pretend you're on a ship with three weapons. Now, it also depends on the crew here, Bubba Joe. Let me ask players Have you found a viable crew? in which you're using both Khan and Honor Guard Wharf. Because that is nasty. Is anybody doing it? No. Hmm. It's not over Hmm. redundant. Jay says he is. DJ27 says he is. Gorkon, Khan, Honor Guard Wharf. Truck and Chick says Kirk, Khan, and Wharf. Kel says, I'm using Picard Beverly in Wharf. Okay, I'd have to do that one in my head. That's a proc chance. Uh, no, no, it's not. It's a 45% boost. Man, what, oh my God, what would Picard Bev do to that thing? 120%? Oh, it'd be 90%, right? Good God, that's like perfect. That's like unlimited crits. Picard Beverly, Honor Guard, Wharf, Kel. That seems like that would be, I mean, that's 90% crits. Right? Am I doing that right, Ripper? 45 times the bonus would be 120%. So 
Don't forget that you also already have a critical chance that he's adding to. That's right. So, yeah, uh, 45 times 2.2 plus the original 12%. That's over 100%. Kel, are you 100%? Are you 100% criticals with that setup? Yeah, looky there. There he is. Look, it's in a battle log. Steven Zaren, grab that screenshot, please. Graphics room, 100% crits. But Picard and Beverly, you're... Actually, no. Picard and Beverly. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Too bad, but Beverly is completely useless. Beverly doesn't do anything there. Beverly is hostile. Yeah, she's a synergy card there. That's so she's doing the Chen thing. She's giving you the synergy, but the officer card is wasted. All right. Sounds like we need Wesley. (laughs) Sure. Who's yeah? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's get back to Seal. Okay. Okay. So 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 right so. Assume, right, for the here and now, you know, if not right now, then it, when we get to an event store for this arc, okay, assume your opponent is starting, starting round one with 100% critical chance. Just That's the assumption you have to have going in. Okay. Now evaluate Sela. All right. Within 20 shots, I will have the opponent to zero. Right? If I've got a max Sela... Sorry, no, it's not even that. That's a tier four seal. <clears throat> we'll use tier four for, for easy math. Within 20 shots, if I have um, a ship that fires at, you know, every weapon fires every round, which, by the way, doesn't happen, okay, because some of them have recharge rounds and that doesn't count. But let's say, for example, you got a ship with three weapons where two of them are energy, one of them's kinetic every other round. So that means you're getting five shots every two rounds, okay? In four rounds, Bubba Joe, Sela would have that officer ground to zero. Four rounds. 20, 20 shots. Sorry, 20 weapons fired, Wait. let me specifically say. How? 20 weapons fired. How do you get to fired. 20 weapons fire in four rounds? Uh, So, tier 5 Sela is 5%. Okay. Uh, sorry, yeah. tier 4 Sela. See, I'm getting myself all mixed up. Tier 4 Sela is 5% reduction. Uh, so... Three weapons in one round, two weapons in the second round. Oh, no, I need to double my rounds. I said five shots per two rounds. Right. So 20 would be four. That's eight rounds. Sorry. I said four rounds. I meant eight because you got to double it because the the five shots, two rounds. Which which after that, Worf goes away anyway. And you're right. He's decreasing the critical chances as they go on. Um, So, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's that's the dream, right? Honor Guard Worf gives you all the criticals you want. Uh, but I mean, it's a lot of criticals. Like, Sela has to charge up, right? Sela is definitely in the in the mode. Like, if you go look at the G five ships that they made, they want them to charge up. They don't want them to be hitting hard out of the gate like the Tribune can, like the Pylum can. This is a this appears to be a design decision that Scopely has made. They don't want people to be able to just blow you out of the water starting round one and round two. And so Stila has to charge up, kind of like Khan has to charge up, and that makes sense. But then they made Honor Guard Wharf, and Honor Guard Wharf is out of the gate absurd. So are we saying then that we we warned players about using Sela against an advanced Khan? Now we're maybe adding another name to that list and saying that Sela is not effective against Honor Guard Wharf? All right. Uh, I would say that Sela is Mildly. not as effective as you would like against yeah. Honor Guard Wharf, but mm-hmm. is very effective against Khan, right? As Khan is trying to charge up, she's charging him down. 
But again, we're talking about tier four, Sela, at a minimum. Yep. All right. We're talking about a tier four Sela. So circling back to the officer acquisition, Karkin says, well, it was great that the officers were not super engaging. I, like I said, I kind of disagree on Sela. I see her being good, but back to my original observation, Bubba Joe, this is why I draw her similarity to Michael Burnham, all right, who was proven to not be any good until tier four, tier five. And now she's moderately good. She's still not as good as Yuki, but she's pretty daggone stout at tier four and tier five, all right? On the other hand, I had hoped that that would be the case with Data. Scott tells me that, that's not going to happen. Uh, although my data is only tier two, I was able to measure his mathematical importance for me, Bubba Joe. I think that this could potentially, and guys, I think we need to, I, I am going to tell you right now, I'm going to continue my chase of data with total respect to Ska, but Ska's hitting 53 plus level hostiles. Their mitigation and piercing stats are freaking insane mathematically, I was looking at this Ripper. I know it's not as good as six. It's not as good as Moreau. I'm not claiming for it to be. But I still think, I, I did, I took my tier two data out this past week, Bubba Joe, and I did some math and I saw results. Uh, they're not better than Moreau. They probably won't ever be better than Moreau. But I kind of, again, wonder at tier three, four, or five, if he is the actual third officer, the replacement for Chen and Talon in an actual hostile grinding crew for those of us at like 42 down. All right. Because the mitigation stats on those officers are not insane. Okay. At 53 plus, Bubba Joe, you've done it. You've told us about it. The mitigation stats, piercing stats, they're, they're crazy. Right. So hang on. So why would you need someone other than Chen and Moreau for 42? I'm one. I'm not saying as a primary, Bubba. Okay. Okay. Uh, as a secondary. Okay. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, like, 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 what if you I don't need to worry about this for a while? What if I? I don't. <laughs> you know what? What I'm saying is, is I'm going to maintain my chase of data with with 100% respect and adoration for Scott. I think that the hostels he's hitting is not the hostels that data may have been intended for, or at least not the hostels that data is going to be effective against. I think that with the smaller hostels at 42, 43, 41, maybe even the Capital City Traders, all right, that, uh, well, probably not the Capital City Traders, cause, just because they're so Or maybe massive. you just need a bigger ship, bigger base level of piercing. Uh, maybe. But, uh, but I, I just think that, that if he's got a, you know, more chance at statistics at a smaller level of hostile, I think, I think it's going to change the outcome for data a little bit. So I think we might have, maybe, I could still be wrong. The only reason I bring it up is because somebody said, well, DJ thought data was going to be good at, gear, at tier five. I don't totally believe that he won't be yet. <laughs> okay. I totally so, don't believe that he, that he won't be yet. So yes, I'm saying I don't have enough data on data yet. Um, so, I'd, I'd like to try it out again a little bit later. Go ahead, Bubba. Captain Oblivious says in the chat, it is an important point to make. So we're talking about matchups, right? We're talking about Sela versus Honor Guard Wharf or Sela versus Khan, okay? But let's not forget, anything that reduces critical chance at all is beneficial. It will help you. If if they are not running that, you can all but eliminate their chances of getting very, like, instantaneously, they're not going to get a critical against you. Like, you can absolutely, that is the effectiveness of her if they are not using, and if they're using Khan and you're, you're as we talked about, Tier 4, 
it's almost a wasted slot other than con stats because he's not going to be giving them the criticals that they want. So it absolutely is is a use. Anything that reduces critical chance is absolutely useful. Um, it's you know one of those random elements that you cannot control. So let's not forget about the fact that yes, that is a very useful ability. Um, and, and to but to... It, is, it is PvP only, so it is going to be completely dependent on the matchup. Well, and, and to, to take that one step further before we move on from Sela, one step further, let's not forget what criticals do and what they spawn. If you're eliminating critical shots, then you have also taken Hull Breach out of the equation if your enemy is running that. If there's no crits, Hull Breach has no effect. Okay? And both crit and Hull Breach are net damage calculations. That's why critical chance is so vitally important. Okay? Not only are you eliminating the critical shot, but you're also eliminating hull breach. And that is basically two for the price of one, Bubba Joe. All right, uh, Karkin, thank you for your point. Gregor, welcome to our stage. I know you had a late night. Gregor is here for our grading episode. Get to the chopper! chopper! Gregor, good evening. Welcome. How was your holiday, sir? Please tell me it was good. It was fantastic, man. Awesome. Glad to hear that. You had a unique perspective on Duality Part 2, one that you're probably not used to very often in the past, Gregor. You told me I did not finish the arc. Did you actually finish the battle pass? Did, did you get a chance to actually? I did. I did. I didn't get the overflow, though. So okay, I barely so got the battle pass. You yeah. got most of it. Tell me uh, what is on. what's the number one thing on your list that's going to impact your grade for this arc? We've already done economy. We've now done officers. Uh, you told me you actually had a unique perspective. One, a situation that developed over there on Server 9 that may have changed your perspective on cloaking. Let's get into the cloaking feature of Duality Part 2. Gregor, what happened with you and cloaking this month? Uh, I saw it used a lot in wartime, actually. Like, a lot, a lot. As a griefing tool, yeah, a lot. <laughs> uh, also, ways for people to complete armadas, otherwise they wouldn't maybe not be able to complete. I'd like to sure. focus on that one. <laughs> obviously, I don't like the griefing thing. <clears throat> I don't like... Yeah, I mean, obviously, I know it can be used for that. Um, You know, and, and that's fine. That's a use for it. I'm I'm fine with that. But people are starting to use these for actual uh, accomplishment items, right? Armadas. And my God, Baba Joe, did we not have a fair number of Armada events this month? As a matter of fact, there was probably not even enough Tetrions in the game, Gregor, for somebody to use it all the time um, <laughs> <laughs> because there was a lot of Armada events. But uh, cloaking seemed to actually help players on your server get their events done. Right? Yeah, for sure. 100%. Yeah, because, I mean, like, there's a war going on, and, and uh, they definitely wouldn't be able to do those without cloaking, I think. Cruzito so. says, we've had to do the same thing on server 13. Dirty Bird Bill says, I called this one back in arc one. All right. Uh, <laughs> Jason says, had one cloak in our territory to finish an armada. As soon as it was over, we took his cookies away. Doesn't matter. He got that armada, didn't he? All right. Uh, Coog says it's a, a double-edged sword, though, right? Because people are using it to bust up armadas, also. So that's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, so let me let me ask you: Did you, as an Ops fifty-two level player, did you find 
did you personally find use in cloaking this month? Only to collect my daily. Only collect the daily. Okay, that's kind of that's kind of how I did it. It's kind of how I did it. Let me ask, uh, and and just for a second, I'm not trying to be VIP centric here for a second, but Gregor, Bubba, Handy, real quick, just yes or no. I know that we originally fussed about this big daily problem thing, right? Did any of the three of you find yourself in a position where you could not do the big daily at all this month, like any single given day? No, I I have never been able to do the big daily at all since it was introduced. I'm the same. I I mean, I, I know the first day I traded kills with another guy, but after that, I was like, nah, I ain't doing that every day. I haven't had an issue. It's It only takes a second to ask somebody to throw out a couple little ships and I get it done and I'm done. Now, Handy, that may be, <laughs> to, to point out, I'm going to tease you for a second, but that may be a side effect of not being the biggest player on your server. But Bubba, you had That's talked correct. to me. Bubba, you had said, listen, for the for, this is obviously a very small niche problem, but for literally the largest player on any given server, they can't trade. They have nobody to trade with, right? Correct. And Gregor, the correct. only way the only way you were going to complete that big daily was to spend $400 on a cloak that you did not want to buy, correct? And I've only got four people to trade with anyways. So it's, it's a pretty small pool. It is a small pool. Yeah, it's, it's not really doable. <laughs> Captain Planet says the biggest players on my server are the same ops. They've gotten friendly this month. Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of a thing. All right, so let's let's uh, grade uh, this cloaking feature this month. We did introduce, and Bubba, this may not be for you. So Ripper, Truck and Chick, Karkin, let me come to you guys. Well, Ripper, you're 47. I forgot. Uh, Chick and Karkin, let me ask you guys. All right, the introduction this month of level 28 ship cloaks. For free in your faction store. Let me I hear. I utilized the faction purchases to time during the events to finish them so that I had all of the extra time to continuously keep doing my dailies every day. I haven't run out. So you you spent faction credits during the during those credit spend events to pick up the cloak. Yep, each one. I'm out now. I can't buy another one until. Then. <laughs> okay. I bought the D3 first off. I got the D3, sorry. Then, uh, I guess, so I did about three of them because I bought the... I Beglin, listen, long term, you're absolutely right. He writes in the chat, uh, the big daily, you cannot mathematically complete every single day. Do we want to go down this road again? I Beglin, the point that I bring up here, you're right if that was the only source of Tetrions, but it wasn't this month. There was a number of Tetrions given in events and in Battle Pass and and my point that I was making was was more for the ops limiting part of this, but let me let me ask some of the players out here, uh, some of 39, 40, 41 level players, if you were doing the big daily with a level twenty six cloak, I actually did my big daily every single day this month. I did not run out of tetrions because they were being given. So yeah, if y'all was only relying on the chest, then you're absolutely right. You can't do it every day. I was doing with my Bordis, um, and I was it was costing me thirty a day because I'd get sixty. It would cost me ninety, and I'd get sixty back a day. So every day it was I was losing thirty, but I would stretch out the purchase, you know, time the purchases for when I got the bonus event. So I would get that one hundred and eighty for free, and that would that stretched me out. But I only need to make it until I get ops locked, and then I can stop pushing on the daily as long as I keep going. As I am, if when I do run out and get to the point where I can't 
until they give more events, they give more to cat me out again. Uh, I've been able to do all three, no problem. You know, Bubba, this is definitely another clear, clear um, ops chasm here. Uh, yep. can, can I say ops chasm? Is that too close to orgasm? Ops chasm. <laughs> it is now. Uh, sorry, sorry, now that y'all are, my, got my mind did not go there until you said it. So uh, thanks for that, DJ. I needed that impression. You're very welcome. It's late. Uh, <laughs> no children should be awake and listening, except from the West Coast where it's only six fifty-five. Hi, kids. All right. Um, ops chasm. <laughs> Maybe the thing. Look here in the chat. Look here in the chat. Um, yes, I've done my daily every day. Uh, Al Bill says same here every day. Kel says they have given enough extra by other means. Did it every day. Joker says, uh, I did it every day. E. E. Tanet says, I did my big daily with a D3 every day. Stratalorian, uh, Battle Pass, got the prime to double the payout, did it every day. Captain Planet, did it every day. Definitely, definitely. I think I'm actually still at max because I bought a couple, you know, two two days worth of Tetri, or what? It was That's 90 right. Tetrions that were stung in the holidays, so I bought two of those. Uh, I got 100 of those that capped me out for my thing. So Looky here. Just, yeah. Bubba, didn't we talk about this in our Talking in Cars episode? Look what Retrieving wrote. Spent the Thanksgiving event store loot for more Tetrions so I could keep doing it every day. And, and we mentioned that as a possibility, Bubba, because ultimately mm-hmm. what's that big daily doing? It's getting you your research done faster and, and not even like – the duration research, which, meh, all right, but the shield and hull research, which is the golden goose of these new research nodes. So that's, that's a wonderful transition. So let's talk about why are these dailies important. And I think you nailed it exactly on the head. It's the shield and hull research. The other things, I think, in my opinion, completely worthless. Like the 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 bonuses you're getting, uh, the effects you're getting are just not worth. What you're putting into it, I would, if someone asked me, I would tell them, put all of your radiation into the shield and hull research. And if you ever put any points in anything else, that's up to you. Well, definitely do shield and hull initially. Now, I'm going to keep doing the daily. Why not? It's a daily thing. I may stop doing the big one, Bubba. You know, just because I, I, you know, I mean, like, I'm not going to stress about doing the big one. Intermittently allow yourself to stretch it out until maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll do the big one when I'm hitting my, my max. Right. Um, but, you know, just so I can keep earning the Tetrions, but I'm not going to be dying for that big daily once the shield and hull are done. I've got my shield to level eight, my hull to level nine already. Uh, stealth, uh, uh, Armada, Klingon and Romulan technology and cloak precision are all level one. I did those just for the unlocks for the for the Sela events. Um, and so I'll continue to work on those, but I ain't going to stress that big daily anymore. Bubba. once I get shield and hull to level 10, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I also like the um, cloaked armada research. It may be a less niche one, but now that I'm doing a lot of armadas cloaked, I like having the mitigation bonus. Well, listen, Bubba, and and I have shared with you all, mitigation is something that never becomes less important. Arguably, Bubba, it becomes more important the higher you go. Big Country has been on this show and and said it before. Bubba agrees. Gregor, I'm... It's been a minute since we talked to you about this, but I would imagine that that you're probably going to agree with this position too. The deep space armadas kind of need five and six. Like at least that's one of the better ones out there. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Bubba Joe, handy. 
Y'all running five six up there in deep space on the level forty fives and level fifties? Um yeah, most of the time. Yeah. Occasionally, occasionally I will just I will try and get away with just six and not run five. Uh and and everything into damage. So like I would run six con GG on my tribune so that I get to the everything's a crit. Uh, all the extra shots and the extra piercing and yeah. forego the mitigation and, and hope that there's enough distribution of the shots from the armada that I don't die. Uh, but for the most part, you're right. The, the more, the more effective, uh, if I'm, if there's a chance I might end up solo, like if I don't see anyone on on, that's going to be able to jump in five, six, five, six GG, five, six con is the way to go. And Snipes points out an alternative Beverly as a captain six and con, if you don't have five available, you're you're giving up some synergy there. But Bev is doing your shield regen snipe, so that's a great one. You know, Bev is doing five and Kirk Spock all in one officer. You lose the loot bonus with that, though, too. You do lose your loot bonus, but it gives you three officers in one, technically. So it's definitely a good alternative. All right. But what's Beverly doing? She's doing the mitigation. All right. That's her biggie. So absolutely, Karkin is 100% right. Like, a good one to look at as you know a secondary to finishing hull and shield is going to be the cloaked armada ob uh, obviation which is increasing your mitigation stats now you know what bubba i i like doing stuff like this because sometimes something that you and i find silly maybe somebody helps us find a use for gregor you mentioned that you're a war this past month we had a territory capture event i want to read a comment from iggy on server 21 and says yo dj don't count out duration there's a certain territory thing where being a certain territory thing, I'm assuming he's talking about the events or just the takeover, where being cloaked during the last 15 minutes could be pretty valuable. That's overdrive, folks. That's overdrive. Mm. All right. Imagine stacking a system with ships that your enemy doesn't even know is there. And they're getting the triple points during the hit. overdrive. And they can't hit them. You you know you know what Iggy you're right. Stealth technology Although, could could improve the amount of time that you can spend in there. Although you can't be cloaked on a node. No, not on the capture node. That's correct. That's correct. So I do like stealth tech. I, I wouldn't have thought about that. To be you your federation ships. Be perfectly <laughs> frank, <laughs> Karkin. I would have thought that the timing one was the least important to me. Bubba, I think we even said that. You know, the timer one feels like the least important. All right. But, hey, Iggy's got an application for it. Okay, cool. That means Romulan and Klingon stealth technology also have that. Wait, that means you're using your cloak without killing a hostile. Ooh, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, you're, just, you're using the cloak to score some points during overdrive. And listen, yeah. <clears throat> most of these cloaks are what now? Four or five minutes? I think on my level 26, it's still over five minutes. Right? So, mm -hmm. and, 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 and is up over six minutes. Well, and think about this. Think about this. Let's say you use five minutes for your overdrive. Mine's five minutes and change. Karkin, I could, at the very end of that cloak, go ahead and use it to hit somebody, and then I'm getting my daily done at the same time. Okay. Yo, you got me there. You got Woo! me with the one. You're right. You know what? I'm going to spend right five minutes, get triple <laughs> the points in overdrive, and in the last 20 seconds, I'm going to attack somebody. Okay. And that way I get the daily thing, and, and I might not survive, but whatever. I can, I can either, you know, warp back or summon back. And then I, and then I cloak again. Give me another five minutes worth of bonus points. 
All right. Don't forget the stealth technology, both Klingon and Romulan, also increasing duration. So, yeah, there's, there is some interesting things here. I think it, it will become more important over time. Um, but there is some interesting uses. And, and just like Exos, Bubba, just like Away Team's assignments, I believe... And by the way, please don't take this as anything more than just me speculating. I don't know. I got no hint. I got no information. I got nothing regarding cloaking here, okay? Uh, but, but I feel like this is one of those, just like Gregor. I only did it for my dailies, but I see a lot of people starting to use it for event completion. I see a lot of people using it in war. Dirty Bird Bill says we were using it in war. More and more players are going to eventually... Listen, I'm hitting 42s. I'm hitting level 42s with this for my daily. What if I go up against a gold mission boss, Bubba? And I, and I can almost get it. I'm dying by like 15% left. A cloak with the damage boost may, make a difference. may get you there. I feel like this could be like Exos and Away Teams where players might warm up to this a little bit more as time goes on. This research can make it better. And I think that players... I mean, listen, it's obviously an arc-long feature, Bubba Joe. It's here to stay. Might as well start getting used to using it. So my opinion is that cloaks are going to be relevant for people that are sub-46. That's my personal take. That's probably extremely fair to say, especially at these early times. So we can hide from the 50s? Is that what you mean? <laughs> well, listen, their cloaks are not available, you know, through a grinder's path yet uh, and and not cheap to obtain, not cheap to run. I mean, hey, Bubba, if you did buy one for your Corvus, how many Tetrions does that even take? All of them? Uh, <laughs> is, it, is it even available for the Corvus? I, I thought I... Uh, I, thought thought, the, I thought the G5... Were the G5 Uncommons launched this month, Ripper? Or was it G4? I don't remember. I thought it was G5. What was launched what? this month? The Cloaks. Was it, it was G5. G4, I believe. Oh, was it G4? G5. It was G5. 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 Yeah, G5. yeah, G5 Uncommons, were cut, they brought them out, and they were priced the same as the G4 Epics. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. The Corvus is a is an uncommon, right? Yeah. Yes, the Corvus is an uncommon. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah you're messing me up, Bubba. <laughs> so, yeah, well, the G5 no, can so use I, it. So, I had to put in a ticket to see the Tribune. Tribune wasn't showing up in my store. So, even if I wanted to cloak my biggest ship to hit these 52 hostels for the daily, for the first half of the month, I couldn't even do it because it wasn't even in my store. Oh, that's unfortunate. I, I think I heard something about that. Like I said, super checked out this month. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Okay. Um, Gregor, you got anything else? Uh, I know we, we just kind of briefly, and I actually chose cloaking for you. What was number one on your list? Was it cloaking, or, or did you have something else? Uh, number one thing that I liked or disliked or just thought was pivotal or what? Uh, pivotal. Let's go with the number one thing that's going to impact your grade the most. Outside of economy, cloaking, oh, and officers. I think their attempt at rebooting territories was was not good i i just i found this arc super disengaging but yeah it was i didn't like territories that's my personal opinion i get it maybe some people did i didn't like it i, I think i'll probably like a lot of servers a lot of people just dropped and retook the same territory there wasn't enough incentive to move around uh, is that they what don't you guys realize... said you didn't spread to the outside or anything you just dropped and retook is that what you yep 
that's mostly what my server did, mostly. And I think there wasn't a big enough carrot to entice people to put in the effort. I agree. Um, I know that I was disappointed with the results of the TC event. Um, and I think I can safely say at this point, Ripper, I don't know, maybe maybe I shouldn't, but I, I don't think it's any secret. Players did not react to this event like Scopely had hoped. Nope. They did not. Scopely was disappointed as well. Um, and, and well, even- and let's, let's not completely gloss over the fact that Darius Rex is pointing out one of the biggest problems of the event is they put a 10-day event around a seven-day reset cycle. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, the, the event, the, the rewards, while there was a lot of things, there wasn't enough of any of them to be, in my opinion, relevant. Like, it just wasn't for a 10-day event. It's like, that's all I'm getting. If if we really fought for this, this is all I'm going to get from this. Uh, and then they, they screwed it up so that you had to try and maneuver t- recaptures within this 10-day window as opposed to a 7- or 14-day window. I, this event was a... Oh, just and God help you if you were a baby alliance sitting there tucked to the side of the other big guy. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Scopely uh, quite uh, appreciates the social aspect of territories and the you know for people playing the game like, like adjusting territories and hostily adjusting territories is game changing for some servers and alliances. I uh, I do think that. Um... Karkin is right. The alliances in Tier 1 territories that were neighboring the Tier 3s, they had to go bye-bye for a week. Uh, my That was as far as my alliance spread. We didn't snake across the map. Although I did try to get Big Country to do that, Bubba Joe. He was not, he was not wanting to take the risk. And I think that's what a lot of players felt. They would be giving up too much, right? That's that's what we all just kind of said. There was, we there was we had much. players threatening to quit the game over over getting their territory taken on the few cases it happened. Like wow. that's, that's how much like, From what that's I a saw, really big deal. Really <laughs> Shout out to all the guys who are all around the big guys in server 15. Cause you guys handled it like champs. I was going to, I was getting ready to say now, maybe I'm insensitive. Maybe this is my PVP nature. Can I say this, Bubba? You tell me if I'm allowed to say this, if ultimate DJs were to say, if, okay. Hypothetical. If Ultimate DJs was to say, oh, boo freaking who to someone who wants to quit the game over losing their territory, would I be out of line, Gregor, Bubba, Handy, hypothetically no. speaking? No. No. Okay. I, I don't think so. I, I You know, I, if someone is Good going to quit God. the game over territories, I think that uh, now <laughs> I, I will tell you that when my server merged, and there was a particular alliance that came from server 23 that wasn't able to, well, we actually blocked them from taking any territory, but really they were upset that they didn't get their specific spot back. Yeah. They decided to declare war on the entire server. They threw a tantrum. Now, quitting the game? I don't know. That seems a little extreme, but, you know, but I going to war. Listen, go, hey, handy. Going to war, like, that, that, that's a real thing. That's a thing, and, and alliances are within the rights to choose to do that. Right, Handy? Right, Nona? Absolutely. That's right. Yep. Shout out Nona Nation. All right. You know, we actually dropped all of our systems and went clear across the map. Did you? Took out a couple alliances, dropped everything, and moved back to our original territory. That's what Scopely wanted, Handy. We did it. That's what they wanted, except they wanted it from everybody. That didn't happen. 
Okay. Oh god, you know, Darius, we, we, Darius Rex is from Dark. You guys are you guys are obviously total safe ground. This there's no war in here. Okay, neutral ground here I, at the, in the Talking Trek stage. But if I if I have heard right, because I've listened to some of Tech Man's stuff, is Nona and Dark kind of like enemies? Like, do you guys? No, no, we're allies. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I get the tags confused, but I do really enjoy listening about Server Thirty Four. You guys got some crazy ish going on over there. Like your stuff is bananas. <laughs> Okay, yeah. like <laughs> your stuff is crazy. So it, it's cool to hear that. Uh, Truck and Chicks got her hand up. What's up, darling? Welcome. Where you at? Oh, I'm here. Can Yo. you hear me? Yeah, got mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Okay. The 10-Day Alliance Leaderboard for t- TC. Is this the longest alliance event they've run? No. Uh, it might be the second longest, but wasn't it just in October that we actually had a full 20-day alliance leaderboard? Um, somebody help me out with this. There was an event in October for away teams. Many days of mining. It was away teams. Uh, <laughs> okay. Was it September? It was yeah, but that's a passive-ish event, right? Where it's just you consume the away teams that are given to you. If, if, it, if, if it was away teams, I don't remember, but I do remember. No, you know what? It wasn't October. It had to have been either September or August because wasn't the prize like full unlocks of like Picard and Riker and Troy or something like that? No. Was it 50? Shoot. I can't remember. There can only be one. I can't remember. Anyway, yeah, it was a 20-day event. Okay, so regardless for for it being the longest or the second longest, for the length and duration of the event, the rewards were meh in relation to how TC is on most servers. I think most people that I've spoken to about territories on their servers talk about coalitions where you've got one side versus another side and they kind of just agree to live together in harmony and not go into each other's spaces. And the servers that have those coalitions, that event was boring because the social um, disruption that would come out of an alliance taking a foothold somewhere else were, was so much greater than any of the rewards that were offered. Hey. And hey. The t- what? I got, what? A, I got a secret for you. That's what they wanted. I know. Scopely hates Roe. I know that. But the fact you of know, the matter you- is, is this. I think alliances really should have had a conversation beforehand. And we tried to do that too, but it didn't really work out. Most people wanted to stay where they were. But if you can get everybody to agree to just drop all their stuff and have a good time. I Let mean, me ask you a question. A few holdouts, I, I, I like what Handy's going here. You know, because crazy enough, Handy, I actually had this thought. It's crazy. I had this thought literally today, like six or seven hours ago, when I was talking to a player who had the same thing that Chick had to say. This event sucked. It was boring because my alliance just made deals. We swapped territories. Like, when this one would come up, they would let us take this one, and then when this one came up, they'd let somebody else take it, and it was just, it was assignments. The kingmakers told the alliances where they could go to get their points. Now, I... Let me ask a question. Crazy question. Because Server 34, for example, Handy, let's use you guys for an example. You guys have Kingmaker coalitions over there, right? You guys have somebody somehow, somewhere that's kind of shaped the map. Yeah? 
we we did um but we've all worked really hard leaders in all alliances have worked very hard and together to abolish the coalitions cool so you guys decided to what go 1v1 was like that was that the 1v1 ultimate? when we can and there the coalition still happened with the kind of mid to lower alliances um i mean it, it still exists of course but it's a lot less likely and people are likely to agree to a one versus one if they think it's relatively close fight server 26 has two coalitions running the tc map let me ask you a question chick over on server 26 do your players like that? Like, are they cool? The two sides of the coalition? Like, how many alliances deep? How many people want to be on the map and can't be? Like, is that working for you guys? If you were to have asked two weeks ago, I'd say yes. Um, both sides of the coalition have approached smaller alliances and, you know, offered them territory. You know, if they want it, let them come in, not as members of the coalition, but as, um, I don't know, subletters on the territory, but just over the last two weeks, uh, our West coalition and East coalition have declared war pretty much on each other. Now listen, I, I want to draw attention to what's happening in the chat. Bubba Joe, you're killing me here, Smalls, okay? You're killing me. Listen, but Blue Mandalorian says you can't be, first of all, Scopely, for, for them not to like player arrangements should not be making a game about Starfleet. I could not disagree more. Okay, to be frank, I understand that agreements have their place, but even in Star Trek, there was war, there was battles, there was pew pew, there was blowing up. Okay, this game cannot listen. I would have been bored to tears three years, uh, two years, 11 months, and 29 days ago if it was all about mining. Okay, no, 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 no. hang on, hang on. They the point is, is they can't be against ROE. The whole Have idea they, hang on. of Starfleet, the whole idea of Starfleet is for you to come together and work together as a universe. There has you to be a bad be guy, Bubba Joe. There always sure. is a bad guy. Every movie, every Scopely's story of all time. No, Scopely is not a character in this in this universe. They're not a character in this <laughs> narrative. The red triangles are, and they're designed they by Scopely. Cute. They are the bad guy in but. the game. All right. And... <laughs> I don't, I'm not buying into that, Bubba Joe. Okay. So, and, and, so I I, listen, I'm not saying, I'm not saying. He's that, got you there, DJ. No, he you. does not. He's got you, buddy. No, I refuse. No. I, I disagree that Rose should be such a huge piece of this game for players. I understand that it's necessary, and I'm okay with a simple row, but, but these, co listen, territory capture. Let me tell you what happened on 15. It was pandemonium. It was war. It was coalitions. It was disgusting. It was terrible. Uh, it was some fun at some point, okay? But literally, like, all the top alliances got together and decided, listen, this isn't healthy. This is not healthy, nor is it fair to, to anybody. We went to a 1v1 model, and, and Karkin, has it, has it not been better? I mean, I think it's been better. I had good fights. You know, if, if you're not involved in the TC, you stay out of it. You let the people fight for it. We, but that's, yeah. No, I don't think 1v1 is, is, I don't think 1v1 is an ROE. I mean, we could still come in and, and decide what we wanted to do. And maybe, maybe you guys are twisting my words up against me. Maybe it is a 1v1. 
But my point is, is that the Scopely had created TC for a specific purpose. That purpose has literally not been realized. Somebody sent me a message the other day. Actually, two different pl- players sent me messages about their experience with the TC event. One player sent me a message from a server where they don't interfere with each other. It's 1v1. They, like Handy, it wasn't Server 34, but they worked their way across the map. They took as many territories as they could, Handy. They attacked as many territories as they could. And because it was 1v1, maybe it was a smaller server, possibly, but they told me that they thought Scopely fixed lag. <laughs> is that not crazy observation, folks? That that an alliance playing 1v1 actually had a playable game experience? Now, the same token, I got the same messages from people who were server versus server. Like, east side versus the west side. Conglomerate 1 versus Coalition 2. And they complained that the game was not playable. Now, we've been complaining about lag for a long time, and by the way, Scopely, you're not off the hook. This game is expensive enough. It's been in development long enough. You should be able to support a couple of thousand people playing in the same system. The fact that you can't is, quite frankly, embarrassing. Truth. That said, if we've got the system and we know how it works... And if the gameplay could actually be better, you could actually PvP. You could actually have a real chance at a real battle. Maybe, possibly, God forbid, some real fun. If you take the politics away from it and just decide to go pew, pew, pew a little bit. I'm not saying that you should. I'm not saying that it's a row that you should or shouldn't do. I don't even think it it is a row, but maybe it is. That's fine. If you guys want to say that I'm endorsing Roe at the same time I'm slamming Roe, I'm not. I'm just saying, make it simple. It could be simple. It could be fun. Handy, you've done that on server 34. Is your server better for it? Absolutely, I think so. And and really, after we we flew across the map, took all this stuff, I mean, we, we let it all go right away and encouraged people to just move back where they were, you know? And a few teams have decided to try and use this opportunity to take more than they had. And that's fine too. You know, I, I personally told people I thought it was better if they had just all did one versus one and really, you know, made the best team win. And that's who deserves it, right? Emperor Jew says 1v1 is a rule limiting engagement. Therefore, it is a rule of engagement by definition. Okay, I'm cool with that, guys. <laughs> I'm not going to be called a hypocrite. I, I, I'm fine. That, if that's what I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. I am simply saying, regardless of whatever it is, perhaps just from the technical side of things, could it actually be an enjoyable experience if you limited the number of players? We've all been screaming about it. How many people in this chat in the last 60 seconds have said, well, they should just block players from not entering if they didn't pay? I mean, seriously, look, look at all the chat. Bubba Joe, look at all of it. Look at all of it. There's like 30 of them in here. They should just limit it. If you don't pay, you can't get in. How about you just do it yourself? I mean, by the way, that sounded way wrong. Don't like do it yourself like you should do it yourself. Scopely, get on the ball. But you as players can control certain things, right? 
You as players could decide to try to do that yourselves. I agree Scopely can do it, but for a year they haven't. They clearly don't want to for one reason or another. So do it. Do it yourself. Do it yourself. Might be more fun that way. I don't know. All right. Territory capture event. Sounds like it was a dud. Major fail. Boo. Bubba Joe, what's next on your list? What time is it? Oh, two and a half hours. Okay. We we probably need to do rapid fire at this point, DJ. Okay. Um, 60 seconds. All right, guys, get ready. Captain Mark, Handy, Gregor, Chick. Ripper, are you still awake? Ripper. I am still awake, yes. Oh, my God. He sounds like he's on the edge of death, doesn't he? What time is it? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's, four, it's 4.40 in the morning. All right, Ripper, I'm going to come to you. and Do you want to turn? Do you want to turn? Let, let Ripper go first. Um, um, he may not be able to think question? about it. Yeah, see, he may not be able to process thought right now. Okay, Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't at 4.40 in the morning, okay? Ripper, uh, 60 seconds on uh, a feature that is going to heavily influence the arc for you that we haven't already talked about. If you need a second to think about it, I'll come back to you. Do you want to go now or do you want a second to think? Wait, are you talking about the, the, the arc that we just had? Sorry. Oh my God, Ripper! Yes, <laughs> yes, Ripper. We can't no, talk no, about December. No, Tell Ripper. No, we cannot talk about December yet. <laughs> Jesus. December, Ripper. December. Okay, fa fa okay, fa fair enough. Ripper, it's listen. What it's features? Five o'clock in the morning. Though? It's five o'clock in the morning. Don't say nothing that we're gonna get in trouble for. Okay, we're talking about November. Turkey month. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Wait, should I be grading December right now? I'm supposed to tell you everything. All right. Listen to the sound of my voice. Oh, this is great stuff. So, so now the question is, what what features do we have? <laughs> you asked about a feature. I don't. I don't. Well, I mean, not really. What thingy? for you happened in November that would move the needle on your grade or something that you want to talk about. If anything, we've talked about the economy, cloaking, territory capture, talked about the officers. Is there anything else for you that, that stuck out at you? Not really, no. We're done. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess the seven <laughs> or more bug fixes was your thing. <laughs> That's right. The uh, about I mean, 11. You know, about no, 11. That, that's the long-standing thing of things that don't get fixed that I think are incredibly easy to fix that they should just fix, but oh, wow. that's an entirely different discussion, I guess. Did we have any major technical issues this month? Anybody? I'm trying to think. Nope. I didn't think we had it. There was no, no major technical fails. Just a couple of bugs that are still present, like Wesley Crusher. That's still here. Um, I still see the white dots on my ship. Wait, we... We had so I don't want this to be mine, but we had the big thing that Scopely didn't take credit for of changing the cost for uh, G four and G five common. Crap, was that this month? See, that was this month. <laughs> I'm yeah, with, but, I'm but, I'm with Ripper I, at this I, point. I, I put that into economy. Okay. Well, it should be specifically no. mentioned though, because it is economy, but it's really important. That's true. G four, G five common conversion. That was great. Hey, how about this one? The the proc chances, which Ripper doesn't like. Gregor, you weren't on this show. Do you even know what happened with the, with the procs for the burning and the whole breach and the morale? You even know? No idea. No <gasps> idea. Bubba, educate him. Sixty seconds. Go. Sixty seconds. Go. <laughs> so I can't do uh, it in sixty seconds. So you do it. I can't do it in sixty seconds. Uh, they changed. Uh, they changed the way that uh, Nero was working. Nero is very effective at triggering burning now. Not just Nero. Um, that's. 
Not well, not just Nero, but Nero was the big change because that was the one that you know people noticed. But it changed for uh, uh, I don't know. They can now honestly, DJ, I don't remember the fistings. I just remember yeah, Nero is actually good now. Karkin, shush! Finish up Bubba Joe, because that something happened there. Karkin, maybe, maybe Karkin can't hear you. He just blasted over your voice. No, no, no. I, 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 all the only thing I remember from that conversation is that Nero being fixed allows him to trigger burning almost as consistently or in somewhat times more consistently than Gigi, which is a huge change. All right. I'm going to try again. I'm going to try again. Because uh, <laughs> Bubba doesn't use these things clearly. I'm going to use – I'm going to try something that's never been done on this show, and I'm going to take 20 seconds, and I'm going to summarize it from the customer chat uh, or from the player chat, okay? Not Nero. It was burning, br- uh, hull breach, and morale. They have been allowed to reproc, okay? Before, didn't proc while active. Gregor, now procs while active and resets the proc timer. So Nero, for example, that would proc like in his second round and that proc would get ignored, he now starts the timer over. So he's procking the next round and he's making officers better uh, in the case of Nero. But morale doing the same thing. GG doing the same thing with with that. Uh, Lorca doing the same thing with hull breach. It allows a reproc to occur. 33 seconds. 33 seconds. Is that acceptable? Okay. I'm glad, to see their, I'm glad to see they're fixing Nero three years later. Right? <laughs> so... Nero wasn't broken. That's right. Nero just sucked because of the way he was written, which is what I've said for two years. All right. Uh, there you go. If Rip. they ever fix Wesley, he's going to be amazing. Where did Baba Joe just go? <laughs> also, for the record, I still disagree with the change. Ripper doesn't like that player beneficial change. Don't hate Ripper. He does a lot of great things for this game. Just mathematically, he doesn't like the proc chances. He He's okay with that mechanic, but as a result, he wants the proc chances of all the officers to be lowered. He doesn't feel like a 96% chance of uptime is, is uh, a game-sustainable proc chance. I don't think that's what he said. I think what Ripper said was that he's... He thinks that might be against what the design intent for those officers were, and that there might be a change back. He's the, because... he, he, he did not say he did not say he didn't like it. He thought that he's he. I think he was leveraging other concerns. Okay, let's let Ripper clarify right. his statement. Ripper, is it because the uptime is going to be ninety six percent, or because it violates what you believe to be the spirit of design, or or wh- why don't you like it? Um, I, that was actually well well said by Boba Joe. You know, I I I think the original design intent was not this. Do you like the change? Like, would you want it to stay regardless of the design, or or do you believe that the game? Uh, I don't want to use the word broken, but do you do you believe that not having this feature? Uh, how am I? I want to ask a follow-up, because obviously, okay, Bubba's right, I'm wrong, but I'm curious as to why that still shouldn't be present in the game for you. Like, it might not have been in the spirit of the event, but neither was the burning change seven months ago. Neither was the G4 economy change. I mean, these things have happened over time as a result of Scopely wanting to change the status quo. Right? That's fine, but it renders the... the, the the point of having a proc chance rather useless. Okay. Make, it just makes it kind of pointless to have a proc chance. For these officers, but maybe in future officers, they needed to make that change so that the ones coming up can be viable. 
Maybe. Possible. So, Ripper, based on, based on game design, you'd want to roll this back. I mean, do you not yes. like Okay. Okie doke. But again, that's just my opinion. I and it's I've, not like I'm pushing actively for this. He's I'm not, by the way. My totally own witness. opinion on this. Totally witness. He witnessed. And we just leave it at that. Ripper doesn't mind, I beglin, so that's an unfair question. <laughs> I beglin writes, so Ripper didn't like the Latinum mining change? Doesn't affect him. <laughs> because he doesn't mind. Do you mind Latinum? No, you don't mind Latinum. Nope. No. All right. Uh, Bubba Joe, 60 seconds on the clock. Um, and that we're going we're gonna to go around the horn, okay? Captain Mark, Handy, Gregor, Bubba Joe, and Karkin. That means, in theory, five minutes total. Let's see if this works. Bubba Joe, you got 60 seconds. Go. Uh, the big thing I wanted to bring up is that we had an overabundance, far too many uh, Armada events, um, and they were not scoring for... Uh, there were certain, like, the uncommon Armada tokens were not triggering uh, the score, fully scoring. I think if you're going to do that, you've got to include all the Armadas, or you have to source rare and epic directives a little more freely than they do. I think that's something they need to improve on if they're going to run this many Armada events in a month. Oh, my God, there were so many. There were so many. Hey, real quick, um, are you done? Um, that's it. That was, okay. that was my last point. <laughs> he still has 20 seconds on the clock. So I'm going to use it. Guys, real quick, we got Crucible going on right now. Very quickly, if you use half of your loot, you're going to get 32000 from the AMS, okay? Use only half of it this time. If, if you truly want to source more rare directives, let me give you a super secret special hint, okay? Use 16000 of your loot this month, okay? But don't spend the other 16000 DJ, that sounds stupid. Why would you do that? Don't spend the other 16000 so that next time Cal runs, go into your Alliance store, go over to the Cal store, okay, wherever that is. Where's the Cal store? There it is. Armada Reward Pack. It gives one free rare, okay? If you spend it immediately, so that is if you keep 16000 of your loot, okay, and don't spend it, that means next Cal you're going to start with, no, it's not one per event, Drift. Okay? It's not. I do this. Shh. Starbase says they're going to nerf this now. Shh. Have next start, next cow with loot, buy the Armada pack, do all the milestones, earn 32,000 loot, buy it again. The end. All right. Gregor, 60 seconds on the clock. Go. Uh, I thought the gift chests were amazing. They did a good job on those this month. And on Thanksgiving and the anniversary one. And I have to say that being able to convert uh, rare materials into uncommon and uncommon into common, I think that's a great new feature, and I'm really happy with it. Oh, my God, stop. Can't do things like that. What? <laughs> you didn't get that? <laughs> Converting commons into uncommon and what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, must, I don't know. Maybe it's a high-level feature now. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's 53+. plus. That's what's happening. Uh, 20, <laughs> 20 seconds left on the clock for uh, Gregor. And I'll just come back for those of you who are, who are quite... Listen, that's two free rares a month. If you do it that way, plus what you're getting from the uncommon chest, okay, might help you out a little bit. I'm just saying, and then a little bit of maybe a battle pass or this or that or you know, some events or this or that or some starter chest. You know, just saying there's two extra rares and six extra uncommons. 
happy every single month. Uh, Karkin, 60 seconds on the clock, go. Thanks for the turkey, Scopely. Appreciate that. I'm going to give you a plus to any grade that I give. Yay for the turkey! <laughs> and I'm going to gift you uh, the rest of my time. There you go. 46 Jeez. seconds left. Anybody? Anybody? I don't... <laughs> I don't, have, I don't. I'm done talking about the armadas. Nope, you I'll, know what to do. I got. I'll take. I'll take a few of those seconds. Okay, go, Bubba. Uh, G G uh, G five battle pass was improved, but they completely removed G three materials from it. Please add them back. What? What? You still need the G three because they still got them level 30, 20, 26 ships. They got scrap them, yes. scrapping them yes. ships. Okay, they still got to work on the G four stuff. All right. Um, let's see. Rip. Did I already do Ripper? Ripper, do you want sixty seconds, or are you like, are you done? Uh, I'm. I I don't think I have anything to say. <laughs> All right, get your grade ready. We're gonna do that right after He's the break. He's got nothing left. He's got Mark. You're coming up uh, right after Handy. Handy, sixty seconds on Duality Part Two. Go. All right. Well, I think overall, I like Duality Part Two. I thought the spirit of the event. And I like, I thought it was good. I, I like the payouts and I like the Armada or uh, not Armada events. I think that was a little too much, but uh, the TC events ended up being kind of fun. You know, uh, I just wish more people would have partaken. Um, but overall, I liked it all. Uh, there were a few problems as we discussed, but I don't think it overshadows the positive. Cool. That's all I got to say. 17 seconds left on his clock. Regarding territory, I just want to throw this out. I did rail on the territory event, but how cool. How cool was it, everybody, to have Doc Isogen mechanic back? Who loved that? Because I did. I really liked that. I'm sure Who that. ran out of course. I'm sure yeah, that the I hunters liked that. One thing I will add, though, is the whole docking, the ISO. The problem was is it just didn't pay well enough to get people to go against their row they established. So like on our server, nobody wanted to hit ISO because we have rules against it. And the event wasn't good enough. The points weren't good enough to get people to do it. I'm actually surprised by that. So so a row, and in this case, I understand something as large as territory capture, but even in like in the event of, like in Latin Mining Monday, Okay, in Latin Mining Monday, like we 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 don't like there's a piece of our I guess our gentleman's agreement, if you will, that like you know kind of flies out the window. Like it's for points, it's for an event, it's a competition. So yeah, like we're gonna smack you down. Like that that doesn't happen if it's for an event. Like, no, no. I, most servers, <clears throat> you, you know, and I, I I can't help but agree with it should probably be stamped down a bit only because of how salty people get over it. It's just a, so much of a point of cons- uh, contention that it just isn't worth it. Yeah, everywhere you know, it matters, it, says Server 56, row is overturned by events. When it comes up, everyone kind of understands. Uh, Jomabi says, I won three out of the four Isogen events and doesn't have a territory. Yeah, I bet you like the docking Isogen mechanic. Woot, woot. Kel says, more events should include docking, almost, like all mining events. I, I'm not opposed to that. I've actually maybe possibly suggested that it just makes it more fun makes it you gotta you gotta be a little bit more engaged you gotta pay attention a little bit that's another variable can i I offer a a slight twist to that so i'm not a huge fan of what this what this is and and how it ends up being because again 
It discourages the use of the miner that is intended for isogen mining because you do not have enough of a protected cargo that you just basically have to sit there and actively mine. How about if you give points for mining and points for returning it to base so that if you come in, if you're mining and you've mined 300,000 off of a G3, a, G, a G2 node, right? You get the points for having mined it. They steal 250,000 of it. And they return it to base. They get 250,000 points for doing that. Why Maybe don't you manage to get that both? home? That overwhelms the value of points to the miner. It, it does. Makes what if? Unfair. What if maybe in the spirit of the event, since we were talking about that a little bit ago, maybe they don't do it for all of them, Bubba, because mining is typically passive, right? Mining is a passive event. It's a passive activity. Maybe this was an attempt to take mining and kind of make it active. I mean. Because obviously that's probably what happened for some people. They had to pay a little bit closer attention. People were people were watching. People were hitting a lot. Even I, I got hit way more often than than normal because people were scoring off off isogen. So maybe maybe I stand corrected. Maybe it shouldn't be this way for all events, Bubba Joe. But maybe this was their attempt to make mining a little less mining e, possibly. Uh, well, so does that mean you like it less? Yeah, I like it less. So I I think that. There needs to be so the one the, the reason I like mining is not because I like getting materials that I can then convert at a terrible rate in the refinery. That's not why I like mining. I like mining because it allows me an ability to advance my game state ever so slightly while I'm at work, while I'm sleeping. You know, and if I run the risk of my miner getting hit while I'm sleeping or I'm at work, that's a risk I'm willing to take. But it allows me some limited advancement to doing that right so it's it's there has there this game has so many things you're trying to do so many aspects of it whether it's gathering resources whether it's gathering materials whether you know so many things that you're trying to do some of it needs to be passive and they're trying to make everything active and there just isn't enough hours in the day to be able to do everything active i am 100 in your corner i'm 100 in your corner and i would agree with you if that was the only way to do that event all right but you didn't have to do that event actively because if you want to do it passively folks what do you do if big country were here he would talk about players having options okay if you want to actively mine it you use the meridian if you don't want to actively mine it what would you use Uh, right, you would use your regular miners that have a protected cargo capacity enough. There you go. But the problem but is you're not competing that way. You're not competing that way. You maybe maybe this event, and that's why I say maybe I'd be willing to back off all mining should be this way, but maybe this event was not designed to be passive. It was a leaderboard. Leaderboards are not passive. I, you want to use I that have, speedy miner, then there's a risk someone's going to come and take it from you. I have a problem that with wasn't. a 24-hour leaderboard where you are have to basically be in game monitoring your ships. And and by the way, you can't actually monitor for your ships all the time. All you can do is monitor your cargo. You can't even watch for someone coming in because cloaking exists now. Yep. So no, this is bad. Every Monday. Every Monday I, we have a 24-hour mining leaderboard. And you compete in it, um, Bubba. Yeah. <laughs> and you usually yeah. win. <laughs> so, so, but that again, that leaderboard does not retire require you to return it to base, just that you mine it. Right. And so, if right. we want to have this thing that encourages people to go hunt over overprotective miners, I'm okay with that. 
but you have to reward the people that actually mind it as well. And it, maybe it's a two-to-one thing, or maybe it's – I don't know what the scoring mechanic would need to be, but I think you have to reward the fact that I, you know, you, I as a player, I mind it. I sat on that note and I mind it. And, you know, okay, you came in and you took it from me, and you, but I still got credit for mining it because I mind it. You guys be nice. I agree with Bubba on a lot of things. We do disagree on this point, but that does not mean you guys have the right to be disrespectful in this chat room. He is a contributor on this show. He's a co-host. Y'all behave yourself. That's not acceptable. Delete your comments. That's not cool. All right? Go ahead, Rick. The uh, protected cargo research for the Botany Bay and the Devore, is that multiplied by research? I forgot. Uh, are they flat numbers? Yes, I think they are. If they're flat, they're, they affect base, and then the research is applied. I'm almost sure. If it's a flat number, it's always been that way. We were ta- we were actually talking about that earlier, weren't we? Is it no? Is it a yes? No? Yes, I think it is. Okay. I think it is. I think it is. Okay, Um, let's see. We got Ripper. Truck and Chick, you haven't done your 60 seconds. You got 60 seconds? You got something? Nothing that hasn't already been said. Okay. Mark, do you have anything that hasn't been said? I think so. Okay. Then here's what we're going to do, folks. We are at two hours and 40 minutes. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we immediately give grades. Really? What? You just said nothing that's not been said. Did I hear you wrong? I said I think so. Oh, shoot. Okay. 60 seconds. Go, Captain Mark. Wow. I heard you incorrectly. Sorry. Huh. I'm right here. 52 (laughs) seconds, Captain Mark, out. All right, I can make it. I can do it. (laughs) Research notes, the new research notes. I don't think that's been said. uh, I think that that was a good thing, and it's going to affect my grade in a positive way. The Uh, shield in the hole, specifically? Yeah. Well, the the, the new cloaking uh, researches, um, and, yeah, the the definite, uh, the uh, the whole H... um, the hull increases and the shield increases are going to be a, a, a good thing going forward. So that's going to be positive against my grade. Cool. And I, I yield the rest of my time. So okay. there we go. 14 seconds <laughs> left, and we're going to go straight to commercial break, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Live grades, your final grades, and a hint towards the December art comes up right after this break. Don't go anywhere. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Croker Jack. Candy-coated popcorn, peanuts, and a toad. That's what you get in Croker Jack. The following is a public service announcement. Hollywood studios have rebooted every film that's ever existed, leading millions of Americans to suffer from a medical phenomenon called sequel fatigue. People who experience sequel fatigue can experience dizziness and confusion every time another Spider-Man movie gets released and the urge to drive fast and furious right off a bridge when they hear about another reboot from The Rock and Vin Diesel. Sadly, they don't know who to call when another Ghostbusters comes out, and sometimes it feels like a mission impossible to be happy in the face of all these Tom Cruise sequels. Watching an elderly Harrison Ford play Indiana Jones has led many people to raid the lost liquor cabinet. If you or someone you know is suffering from sequel fatigue, Doctors urge you to avoid movie theaters and streaming services of all kinds. You never know when Disney will release another Frozen film, so please take the remote and let it go. 
Okay, so as you know, the bosses need us to boost the ratings here at CNN. We've been getting complaints from both of our viewers. Why don't we bribe Twitter to let Trump back on? The dude was ratings gold. You mean spray tan gold? <laughs> Lay off Trump. He was our first president in 200 years from the Whig party. <laughs> Twitter hates the guy. Plus, he's going to be calling us losers all day. Yeah, but that bank account won't think we're losers. Cash me outside. Stop it. How about more COVID coverage? I can't take any more virus talk. Let's give the Kardashians a show. Speaking of catching viruses. <laughs> yeah, baby. What if we bought a game show? Like, are you smarter than a fifth grader? No way. Chris Cuomo would lose to the fifth grader. I've got it. Let's buy The Apprentice and have Trump host it. Are you nuts? That would get us Trump ratings. Plus, he'd finally be on our side. Give me the phone. Donald, how would you like to host The Apprentice on CNN? You're a loser. Can't say we didn't try. not the same song it's not the same one what was the song that that chuck berry did in back to the future there you go thank you i know i messed it up all right uh good evening everybody welcome back to talking trick yeah uh my name is cousin marvin (laughs) i got the new sound you've been looking for marvin berry that's right I even got the quote wrong, didn't I, Mark? Damn it. All right. Uh, good evening, everybody. Welcome back. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, wrapping up final grades time. And, uh, and then I've got a hint for you very quickly on the new upcoming December arc. A couple of points that I want to bring up out of the chat. Uh, a couple of people said that there was a couple of things we missed, Bubba Joe. So I'm going to name them very quickly. We did a whole show around the 1500 PVE hostile limit. I don't think that it needs to be discussed anymore, but it should probably be on our minds, right? I think that's fair, Bubba Joe. So uh, we can we can talk about it. I've already told you before, like, me as a player, it affects me none. I'll never do it. If it affects you, then that should be reflective in your grade, Okay. It should be reflective in your grade if you feel like this is going to like be a, a big problem for you. Um, the anniversary gift, on the other hand, Bubba Joe, when we're talking about something good that we didn't talk about this month, the anniversary gift was sweet. Mwah. Sweetness. Sweeter okay. for some. Sweeter. I hear you guys got a prime out of it. A little jealous. Oh, uh, yeah. Wait, yeah. Did, we, did we get a prime? <laughs> what was the prime? Yes. Well, not the you got the materials that could purchase a prime. What? Because you got like a certain amount of. Uh-huh. Why didn't anybody tell me about this? Oh, I already had that prime. All right, so it was Borg. That was probably Borg Nano yeah. Refinery. All right, I already had that one. 
Okay. Oh, ooh. So wait yeah. a second. I mean, I have thousands of Epic G4. I don't, so wait, no, you guys. So so, so free to play got a free gift of the Borg Active Nanoprobe Refinery. Mm-hmm. If they were high enough. I oh, guess 40, 40, 40 plus. Yes. 40, 40 plus. Yeah. And listen, they, they could listen. get it in other ways as well. I was going to say, listen, guys, 40 plus probably already had that prime. Okay, 40, not, 40 plus probably already had that. A lot of them. Maybe not all, okay? But 40, 40 plus can earn epic in events. So, like, it, it's not super often. It's not super often, okay? But, listen, if you didn't miss out, if you turn, like, look, Captain Planet says, I went 40 today. All right. If you turn 40 today, that's okay. You will have the opportunity to earn Epic. As a matter of fact, this month, hang on. Let me look at stfc.space. Um, I earned Epic in ticketed events this month. Okay, so don't don't freak out about that one, guys. You you will get Epic. The reason that probably didn't matter as much to the 40 plus is cuz probably most of the 40 plus have already done that. Okay? Sure, that material came in a gift. Cool. Appreciate that. That's not material that we haven't had the opportunity to earn over the over the time period. So that that's maybe not as game breaking or, or breaking news as some of you might think it is. Yes, a thirty nine down is probably jelly that they didn't get that free prime, but it probably wasn't a free prime, you know, any more than Bubba gets a free prime out of the G five uncommon ones. That's just what he's earning. That's what he's earning in the economy. Okay, so. James Bond, on the other hand, says, hey, I'm a new 41. I didn't have it before. I got it for free. And that should not be lost on anybody. That's a free prime for you, James Bond. And that prime is super valuable. Very valuable, okay? Prime active, active nanoprobe refinery is double your active nanoprobes. Double. And it is wildly valuable. I've said in the past, Bubba Joe, if you were going to spend money on the Borg section of this game, that was a prime you had to buy. If you were going to spend money on Borg, that was what you do it on. Okay, so Agreed. Uh, so I'm glad that some people got it. Hey, and I, you know what? Again, coming back to the 40-plus economy, getting a little bit sweeter, I'm glad that 40-plus players had the opportunity to pick that up if, in fact, they did not have it before. Um, and, I'm, I'm and, stoked that Daniel Craig is playing the game. That's awesome. What? What are you talking about? What? James Bond in the chat. Oh, server 35, James Bond. Yes. Hey, Daniel. Nice to thank you for being a fan. Uh, lastly, and this is more of an announcement than it is kind of, but it, but it is kind of cool. All right. Handy. There's an avatar contest going on. The community gets to pick the next avatar. Now, I'm torn because I've already been presented with two different ideas, Handy. All right. Two different ideas that I really want to get behind. A, here, by the way, long story short, go on the official Discord or go to the website, StarTrekFleetCommand.com. You can enter the contest. You just have to sketch an avatar. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be computer designed. It can be a drawing. Turn it in. They're going to go through them. They're going to pick some, and then they're going to let us vote on them. And the winning avatar will be incorporated into the game and gifted free to everybody. I actually really like this handy. I really do. This is kind of cool. This is kind of nice. It's a nice gesture. It's a little bit of fun outside the pixels. I kind of like this truck and chick. This is a cool little distraction. With that, I have been presented with two different ideas for avatars, both of which I like. Scott was on this show two weeks ago asking for underwear Carol. Can't say I wouldn't vote for that one. Sam. But secondly... Uh, somebody told me that they were going to submit my cat as, with the beer helmet. 
Now, I got to be honest with you. I don't think Scopely's going to go for it. The beer helmet. But that'd be great. Okay. I'd kind of like it. McSurgeon, shame on you. I can't read that comment. You should be ashamed of yourself. There's children present. <laughs> that's, that's a terribly dirty comment. Um, but anyway, so, so somebody said that they might submit my cat. Handy. Where did Bubba go again? What's happening with Bubba Joe? All right. Well, it's getting late. We need to get him back for his, for his grade. Uh, so anyway, there's the avatar. Bubba, what's going on with you? Where are you? What happened? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. You keep I getting bumped out. connection somehow. Yeah, Discord sucks. Uh, so the avatar contest is going on. Visit StarTrekFleetCommand.com to submit your entries. And I would not mind if somebody decided that they wanted to submit our cat avatar with the beer helmet. That'd be great. Although, technically, the cat is already in the game. Okay? I mean, really, if you want to get bound to it, I've told you before. Scopely, so, introduce this for me. So have you ha, have you talked to Snake Eyes? Uh, no. Why? About what? So when they announced this, he immediately put it up that this was something that he was going to submit and hope that everyone would vote for and then goes, oh, then Scopely owns the entirety of the rights to this? Yeah, they can't have the cat. Is that how that would work? That they would have the full rights to it if, I, if they used that's, my... That's- that's what it says in the in the thing, yeah. Piss off, Scopely! Oh, Piss off! Can't have my cat. You, All right, you retain you retain the rights, but they also have. Uh, if they the have distribution right, rights, they, yeah, they'd have to have. They have the right to use it on their sites. And stuff. Yeah, I'm good with I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. Okay. They, yeah. They, so they they would have the right to use it within their their platform. I get that, but as long as the, I don't lose ownership of it. Yeah. No, technically, it, it would, I don't essentially. It would get a license to use it. Uh, I was gonna say free. they can't. They can't actually own it because I don't even own it. <laughs> <laughs> I lease it from Animes. Okay, uh, that's it. All right, there are the three things. If you feel like those those need to be discussed. All right, time for grades. Let's do it. We're gonna make this quick. We're over three hours already. Captain Mark, you get to go first. Your final grade: uh, Duality Arc Two. Oh. Uh, I'm going to give it an A. Give it an A. You guys go ahead and do it in the chat. Who's got grades? Captain Oblivious says, I agree with Captain Mark. I'm giving it an A. Joker, on the other hand, not quite as forgiving, says, I'm giving it a C plus until Scopely makes the arc missions truly playable for players in the 20s. I'll never give a grade high enough to compensate for everything else. For the arc, the events were good, but taxing for the effort to finish the milestones due to the sheer number. Wait. The number... Wait. Joker, are you legitimately saying that there were too many events? You can't say things like that. You have... There can never be enough. You have the choice. There could never be enough. Bring them all! Can't believe you're saying there's too many events. Shame on you. Shame on you, sir! Lone Wolf's giving it an A. Terror giving it a B. Kel, a B plus. Grungandolin at an A minus. A so? What? All right, no shame here, but I want you to explain it. Aso says I'm giving it a D plus. What's your ops level, Aso? He says it was super boring. What's your ops level? You're 40? You're 40 and you're giving the arc a D plus? Okay, okay. I, listen, it's your grade. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Uh, Lair says I'm giving it a B plus. Zebukin, A minus. Uh, Bernard, A minus. Uh, Lobot, 
A. Very solid arc, he says. James Bond, B+, plus only because it was too Armada heavy. Master Blaster says B- minus because it had weak officers. Handy, you're next. It's your final grade for Duality Part 2. I'm going to give it an A. Any reason? Are you? I'm good with that. Well, we talked about it for I, reasons. I, for all the reasons stated today. I mean, I, I thought it was great. There you go. Handy giving it an A. Overall. Shinjo giving it an A minus. Jason says, I got to give it a C minus, but only until badges come back. You know what? That was the thing. We lost Apex last month, and then there were no badges in the battle pass. A lot of players count on that, Scopes. All right. Bring back the badges. Uh, Coog says, B plus. The only reason I can't give it an A is because of the botched territory event. I Listen, I got I to gotta kind of. That's good. I'll do that. Stevens, Aaron, we don't judge grades here. You be nice to Joker. You be nice to him. Everybody, Why is everybody grumpy tonight? People were being mean to Bubba Joe, too. Stop being mean to everybody. Be nice. It's okay to disagree. We disagree about a lot of things here. It's okay. <laughs> Louie says, the grind was bad, but the resources, pretty awesome. I give the grade of B. Prio says, B, too many armadas and unfinished events. Okay. Guys, don't be crazy upset if you can't finish all the events. We've always said that we like to bite off more than we can chew. We have completionist attitudes. I get that, but this event paid out stupid good. Why? Because there was a stupid number of events. If they back off that, then we're going to be fussing about the events not paying well or the arc not paying well, and then we're going to be right back to where we were. <clears throat> okay. Uh, King Eagle says, I'm giving an A because I got one billion steel tokens. There you go. I like it. Tribble's giving it a C because of no badges. Colonel Ark giving it a C minus because he feels he's affected by the 1500 daily limit. Handy. All right. So there you go. Somebody uh, weighing in on that one. Solid A from Scalyback. Lumaflux giving it a B. Sitting Bull giving the grade of a C. Uh, Coach says, I loved Isa Rush. Docking Isogen was so much fun, giving it an A. Um, Ghost Rider giving it a B minus. UPS Man giving it a B plus. And Game Junior giving it a C plus as well. Uh, Gregor and uh, Rip, I'm coming to you guys for your grades next. Gregor, you go first. Your final grade on Deality uh, Part 2. C plus. C what? plus because I felt like they still messed up the milestones for higher levels. Yeah. Some of the events. Yeah. And territory capture like we already talked about. But I did like uh, how they retained kind of the new method for the Borg and Steel and Crude events. So. Yeah, the officer good. acquisition. We didn't really talk yeah. about that at all. How did how did we go from praising its its presence, Bubba Joe, to not even mentioning it this month? Borg 11 of 11. Borg Barrett completely obtainable and arguably the milestones significantly less than they were in October. I know that happened, DJ. You used too many words. I used too many words. Sorry. Sorry. That was part words. of my section. I covered. You did. You did talk. Well, yeah, we started about officers and we got wrapped up in Seal and Tomalock. We yeah. didn't talk about 11. All right. So, yeah, really good acquisition. Super good acquisition. I like that. Thank you, G. But you know what? Listen. He giving it a C plus. I kind of felt like this was going to happen. I'm going to come to Bubba last. I ain't expecting good things from Bubba either. 53 plus had a different game this month. I am not going to be surprised when we when we hear Bubba's. I don't think. I don't think. Bubba might surprise me, but I don't know. Rip, uh, let's do yours next. Final grade, duality part two. Should I give an actual grade? 
You give whatever you want, all right? If you did give an actual grade, it would be the first time you've ever done one. So... <laughs> so you, you, Is this the one? Yeah, this, it, the this one? could be the one. Whatever you want to do, man. It's up to you. I don't care. You know what? Let's do it. I'm going to give it a C. Okay. Your op's 47. Whoa. C is a little bit surprising from a player in the, in the 40s. You got You got any particular reason that stands out? Um, not good things. It's just, you know, nothing, nothing enough of a flashy new thing for me. Okay. That's good. Nobody's going to pizzazz, you know, no pizzazz. You know what? Asa said the same thing. I found it a little bit boring. You know, I, I think a problem Bubba may have been that Thanksgiving literally wrapped up this arc and Thanksgiving was intentionally light. It was intentionally light. And that was it. That was our last impression of the arc. So maybe maybe not so good to go out on a on a low note, you know? Possibly. I didn't say boring. I mean just, just you know that little something. Just I don't I don't know. Okay. Karkin and Trek and Chick, we got you next. Karkin, you go first from an Ops 32 perspective. What 34 you got? now. Actually, Are you really? Congratulations! Yeah. You're 35 right. now! Oh, I got some cheers. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, uh, um, now hiring a, I would have preferred now hiring a Talking Trek contributor adopts 30 or 31. Now, yeah. now hiring. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my position. <laughs> Go ahead. Karkin, what do you got? Adopts 34. How do you feel? Well, because of my growth, I felt almost stifled by the fact that always having to hold on to materials for an auction event. Yeah. I couldn't do the auctions or the upgrades I wanted to do uh, within the small scale of the uh, solo milestone. Yeah. That's, aside from that, like, so I would have preferred an auction rather than a domination build. But aside from that, that part everything was pretty smooth. I can't really put too many more negatives on like the event. So I probably would have been a natural A minus, but it's going to go up to an A because the fast response of the turkey incident so, <laughs> because everyone got the turkey he's uh he's upping it a, a half letter grade okay so an a uh for karkin and an interesting perspective one that i didn't think that i would share and snake eyes even backing off the position remember he came in bubba and said last month if this is the model it's not sustainable and i don't like it give me auctions back but then this month, he came out and said, listen, if this is their response to that with the payout of resources and materials, then I take back, I walk back my comments because this makes that milestone model sustainable. Yeah. Even maybe even maybe to the point where players like Karkin and then here I was talking about it an hour ago. I feel like I got materials that I'm going to spend not in an auction or an event just because like I'm tired of waiting and i'm seeing this big old well, that's my problem i'm holding off I'm, I'm sitting here like ready to go and like an auction over the domination build like the power build would have been a lot more spending for me i would have probably crazy jumped the amount into the look next, at this you know. karkin this is why you're here captain planet says 100 agree feeling a little bit stifled with growth kel says we don't like auctions does not mean they don't have their uses. Well, Ooh. my build has always been save, 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 and then burst, burst spending with this new um, milestone setup for 
partial acquisition, or not partial, but like slow acquisition, limited acquisition, like you get only have to spend that much, has capped me at spending just that much. Zebukin saying the same thing. Guys, we could talk about this another day, but maybe, maybe, Bubba, we're, we're making some progress with this acquisition. Scopely wants to make a little bit of money. Now we're saying as a community, listen, we love the acquisition model. Keep the but, SMS. But hey, just we're willing, we're willing to spend a little yeah. bit to promote it, right? Which, God, crazy, Bubba. That's what Big has been saying for a year. You too. Yeah. Give yeah. us the no, officers. And- we'll pay to tier them. Right. And and something that we talked about, uh, I think I talked about and I thought I think it was on your show. Maybe it was one I did uh, that talk. You know, I've got I've got an upgrade on a ship that's going to spend like 40,000 resources or 40,000 materials. Right. That's way overkill for these milestones. I'm dying for an auction to show up so I can dump all of that and upgrade my ship. So mm-hmm. I think other people are finding they're in a similar position position and. You know, like, you know, it's like, do I, if I do it and then they do the auction, I'm like, I'm totally out of those resources. So yeah. how do we balance this? Look, and, and players are agreeing. Guys, this is a good thing. This is a very good thing. Scopely needs to see this. Scopely, my God, if you listen to nothing else this episode, here, right here, that the players are saying, listen, we will reward you. We appreciate the gesture of goodwill with acquisition of officers through a milestone style event. Now, if you give us an auction, we're going to spend that. I think Bubba Joe, that could not possibly be a more perfect marriage. That is the best of both worlds. And I will be happy. Do I have the community's blessing to go back and ask for a material spend auction? If I have it, I will go back and ask their SMS that their style that they're building. I don't want to, I don't want to take it out. I don't want to take out the SMS. All right. That's got to be step one. All yeah. right, but for players you, who you want, want to, you want that in addition. In addition, in, yeah, in, and and not even not, not even during the arc. I want engagement in the SMS. I would want the auction to either come at the very end or maybe even between the arcs. Give us something to do between the arcs, maybe possibly potentially. I don't know timing. We could talk about, but okay, all right. I kind of like this, guys. This is good that we can take back the scopely and say, hey, listen. Like, this is what you're fostering. Now we're, we're ready to spend. If you throw out an auction, we're going to reward you. I, I don't so think that would be for, for advancing the officer instead of unlocking them via that method. Well, some players would probably but, use it to cap off, right? Like, if, yeah, if a player missed it. You know, maybe some, but you know, the, the general idea would be to. The general so idea would be using it for promotion. Everything, you're going to get yeah. that officer. But by the end of it, if you went into either of the auctions and won, you get to. Get your guy to level, you know, tier two. That's pretty much yeah. what you're at most. Maybe tier two and a half if you win everything, but that's still not going to get you anything. So, well, I solid, I'm kind of pleased yeah. to hear some of you guys say that because because Scopely was trying to replace the auction model. Maybe it actually had its purpose, but but relying on it solely was just you know was just bad. So, gosh, kind of cool. I like it, Kel. That's what I'm saying. I think we could do. I think we do both. You know what? Great freaking idea. Whose idea was that? Who had that idea? Whose was it? Oh, Might have been mine. But Karkin, good job, buddy. All right, Karkin, <laughs> you got it. All right, uh, Truck and Chick, you get uh, the last one before we go to Bubba Joe. All right. Andar says it was mine. Also, Ben Jammin. <laughs> They're all claiming it. Lord Neelix's idea as well. <laughs> I like it. All right, uh, Truck and Chick, uh, let's get your final grade. Duality Part Two. B minus. B minus. Because I love 
for the love of God, give us more Armada directives if you're going to throw so many Armada events at us. Just saying. But great job with officer sourcing. Two rares. And two rares and I six uncommons. You, I heard you, but two, two rares, rares and uncommons six, is six not uncommons. enough. It's but not enough, but it definitely helps. And and listen, in all fairness, that's two rare starts and six uncommon starts, and the majority of events that we had this month were damage. There was the starts event, all right, for the Borg Barrett thing, and I think that's where you save your rares for the love of God community. Save your rares for when it actually counts. Use uncommons when it's a damage event, please. 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 You know. Please. Honestly. I'm not saying we don't need more. I'm just saying you can get more right now within the game, and players are not using that. And then they're wasting no, them, so please use it the right way. I'm going to say we don't need more. But Ripper is, like, all about pissing you all off tonight. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm kidding. If you... If you if you only do Amadas during those events, you have no issues with directives whatsoever. Is it I... late enough that I can cuss? Is it late enough that I can cuss? Because I'm going to call bullshit on that. <laughs> it's 5.30 in the morning where Ripper is. He may mm. not be in the proper state of mind. No, listen, in all, in all fairness, all right, I'm going to be very objective about this. I understand why the community wants more Ripper. But do I also think that the community could be a little bit more strategic in their use? I absolutely do. A lot of you guys wasting Armada directives out there. Okay? A lot I mean, of you are. You know, not I, everybody I can... is. Not everybody is. But a lot of you are. You got to get better wait, at wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. So you're saying don't do Armadas unless you're doing an event and that's it? Yeah. Then uh, you won't have any directive issues for those events. Not... Good. Whatsoever. That's what I do. I don't run them when there's not an event. Do you guys? Why do? You, why do you feel the need to open those chests like every day? Um, well, let me rephrase. You can still open chests. The uncommons. The uncommons are what you should be opening every day. Don't try to open a rare every day. Why would you try to open a rare every day? It's expensive, and the rares and, are valuable. And before someone says I'm ops forty-seven and I buy directive packs. I don't. I don't either. I can probably go to Scopely and prove that I've never bought a Galactic Armada pack. And I think the last Armada pack that I bought was like 18 months ago. I don't buy them. And I can I can run 150 uncommon Armadas right now if I wanted to. I don't have quite that many. I think I've got like 60. But nonetheless, um, listen. I think I got that Ripper the un The uncommons... I, I can see a reason for you to open those every single day. I Right now, I'm sitting on 9 million loot. All right, so you can, you can open those if you got the loot. If you were out of loot, I don't think that I would recommend running an armada outside of an event just to open the chest, though. I don't think I, don't think I, could, I could honestly say to do that. You should... Maybe we should come back to this, Bubba. Maybe we need to have a real heart-to-heart -heart conversation on when you should open chests. I see a lot of people saying that we got to open chests every single day. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. You should not open a chest every day if it's going to cost you these directives, which we know are valuable. You can't expect Scopely to source you 30 rares a month, folks. That's not going to happen. If you're trying to run rares every single day for chests, I don't think we're doing this right. To be fair. 
Probably need to have a conversation about this, okay? <laughs> we'll come back to it. Um, Bubba Joe, I'm going to give you the final the final word here. By the way, I'm not, and, and, and let me be fair, I'm not judging anybody's grade. Truck and Chick is 1,000% completely entitled to that. I don't disagree that Armada directives could be picked up. Let me be super clear. I would love to see them ticked up, but I also think, yes, we can be spending them better, okay? Very true talk. We can be spending them better, and and I can now see a lot of people might not be spending them the quite the right way, or I shouldn't even say it's not the right way. But you can you can spend them more efficiently, and we'll talk about it if we need to come back and do a session on it, Bubba Joe. We will do it. All right, sure. absolutely. This this seems like good piece content. Maybe we'll even do it Sunday. Have four hours for that. Maybe we'll do it Sunday because, you know, I mean, we're starving for content between the arcs. Maybe we'll do it Sunday. All right. We'll talk about Armada chests. When should we be rolling with those things? Because this is a big thing. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, Bubba Joe, you get the final word. How you go? Right. So uh, I am I am not happy with this arc. This arc from start to finish uh, between the events, uh, the, the big territory capture event that was FUBARD, between them screwing up the auctions by adding officer and ship XP and completely devaluing the thing that we were supposed to spend for those auctions, which was trade XP. Um, I am, I am this, this, everything was in a potential position to be good and they just messed everything up. Having said that, I am swayed by all of my fellow players who are 49 and below that keep telling me, Oh my God, this was the greatest arc ever in terms of the resources and materials I got. So I am swayed by that opinion, but I cannot give this a good grade because it just, for me and my perspective, just everything about this arc took the, the wrong turn when given an option. So I'm giving it a C minus. All right. You know what? And, and I, that's more generous than I expected, Bubba Joe. A C minus from the level 52, Bubba Joe. A C from the level 52 Gregor. And Handy, what did you give it? You're 52, right? What was yours? Yeah, I'm going to change my grade to a B. What, what <laughs> did you give it? What did you give it? I gave it an A. I was being too generous. You were being generous. Well, listen, I I, 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 I normally would not allow such a thing. But I, I kind of get it. The 52 experience this month was different. That being said, I'm a 41. My economy was stupid. My rewards were insanity. I earned over 50 billion trite. Uh, sorry, sorry, strike that. 50 billion steel. Sorry. 50 billion steel. Oh, man. 50 billion trite, you get A++. Okay. I earned 50 billion steel. And by the way, I'm pretty sure it was much more than that. Because, Bubba, didn't we do the math and I earned 45 billion just from tickets? Yeah. Yeah. 45 billion just from tickets. I earned easily, easily over 5 billion trite. And I earned over 1 billion dilithium this month. I, for me, there wasn't a whole lot of bad. I agree that the, com the communication around Sela was bad. But I was able to rebound. And a lot of you were. We talked about this in the last show. A lot of people have Sela because of XP. Now, not that I think that that's a permanent fix. 
All right, you guys haven't been able to blow XP since TNG Arc 1. Some of y'all sitting on a pretty big stash. For that reason, I do give the grade of an A to this arc. I, I, I don't give it... There's, there's only one reason I don't give it an A+, and that was the Territory Capture event. Did not work. Did not work. And because it was such a major piece, it was a 10-day event. It doesn't deserve a perfect score, but it does get an A. And I don't... I don't listen, a lot of y'all gave it A's. I don't think that's weighted. Okay? I do give it an A because, man, it was good for payouts. And, and that's, that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at my bank, and I'm like, mmm, ching, ching, everybody. There you go. Final grades for Duality Arc 2. There you go. <laughs> Game Junior says, you know what? That's all it takes. Their resources at GJ. He'll give up his A. I'm a sellout for hundreds of billions of, of steel. Junior, you got it. DJ. <laughs> um, yeah. I think with your current grading, you will run out of increasing your grade if the arcs get that's only better. assuming that the arcs continue to get better and and there were a lot of people i was not alone in this a lot of people said this was the best arc ever all right and they said that about october they said october was the best arc ever then they came into this arc and said best arc ever again listen scopely's off to finishing 2021 with a pretty solid bang now i i might run out of letters but I still feel like I've got an A in like three or four pluses that I could hand out if I needed you know, to. No, that's that's why I started it at, at like Y, and then you know, slowly working your <laughs> way up. Unless I could, I could keep handing out more pluses if need be. But you know, it wasn't a perfect arc, uh, but it was pretty daggone good. All right, uh, listen, we are going to give a hint. Very quickly, where's my little button for a hint? Let's give a hint, and uh, then we're going to get ready. We're just going to draw a winner, because what's the time, Stevens, Aaron? We're out of time. I'm going to draw a winner for a prize. I love this song on the TikTok-y thing. All right, um, we're going to draw a winner here in just a second. And I'll make a winner of something, somebody from the prize stash. Okay, we'll, we'll do that here in just a second. Uh, your hint for the month of December. I've got one hint for you tonight. Bum, bum. Uh, I gotta find it. Where is it in my notes? I'm actually interested what kind of hint you have. Um, uh, I, gotta, I gotta find it. I hope it's not just like there's an event store. <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I found it. Okay, I think this is a good one. All right. Here we go. It's, listen, it's just, it's a DJ's hand, so it's not going to spell anything out. Got to think about it. All right, here we go. Klingons are red. Romulans are green. And in a few new ways, they cannot be seen. Coming to a non-red or green ship within the December flight, this ship gains relevance by flying out of sight. Oh, come I'm on, right now, DJ. What? For allowing them to cloak the Vidar, I quit. What? Wait, what? What did you say, Ripper? I didn't hear you. I was jamming That's out. way too obvious. Come on. No, it's not. Is it obvious? Yeah. I read that as the it's Enterprise super obvious. action square. Okay, hang on. So, Ripper, you can't talk because you know what it is. We Listen, I say this all the time. If you know what it is, sure, it feels obvious, but people who don't know what it is, it's not obvious. No, DJ, there have been plenty of hints where I actually had to think about what you were talking about. I am not naming. You know, Listen, 
This is a non-red or green ship that is going to have cloaking introduced. There's a lot of non-red or green ships in the game. Okay, I'm just saying. I, I feel like that whole hint is just super unfair to people that are colorblind or blind <laughs> in general. Because you could be making fun of any of them. I don't like come, this. I think Come on, Gregor. The game is not optimized for colorblind people. It's not. It's not. Look at Aso. He's saying it could be the Defiant. It could be the Vidar. King Eagle says, wait, Federation cloaks? Boo. Dragon says it could be cloaking on a special ship. Captain Planet says the Vidar the cloak and GTFO. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I, I'm no, I'm with him. A, a Vidar cloak and GTFO, and I'm, I'm peace out. <laughs> oh, a cloak Vidar. I have a Federation cloak, so by the way. Make, so make sure you listen to this, Scopely. Bubba Don't will, do it. Bubba will never mind again, says Captain Oblivious. It's so funny. Uh, by the way, it's not funny, funny. I'm just saying, like, he really hates the Meridian. God, he hates it with a passion. Also, also, I personally think the hint you gave is for the most uninteresting part of this entire thing. I, well, the, the I actually tend to agree, but this is all I got approval for tonight. We're still working on the rest of it, okay? <laughs> the Vidar is green or red, so it can't be that. What? That you said it's it's not red or green, right? The ship. People focus on my the interpretation words. of those colors is regarding the faction the, colors. That's how. That's how I kind of would have thought. I'm I'm sorry if that was. I, 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 listen, DJ. he's not wrong. He's not wrong. But I'm working. Listen, Ripper. How many hours ago was our arc preview meeting? I had very little time, and then the lawyers had to get involved. Okay, I well, sent. You could, have asked, you could have asked me, then I could have told you, but. I Anyhow. sent over no, no, because I have to get approval on this stuff. I sent over. No, you could have asked me that, like before we had that meeting about things. Well, anyway, I coulda, I coulda, but as it turns out, it wouldn't matter because they vetoed all, all of my other hints, <laughs> all of them. I got to rewrite all of them, or at least get clarification. All right, so this should, is the should one. Should I be you... open about that? No, I shouldn't. Shouldn't say. No, that. stop it. We're gonna get in trouble. This is all that I. This is all that I got to give you tonight. Okay, I'll read it to you one more time. Klingons I'm gonna are... say it starts with an O. <laughs> what? An O? God. I love. I love Ripper's hints. That's the. That's the best hint ever, Ripper. Except it really actually is. It's a great hint. It's a funny series of hints. All right, Klingons are red. Romulans are green. In a few new ways, they cannot be seen. Coming to a non-red or green ship within the December flight. This ship gains relevance by flying out of sight. There you go, ladies and gents. That is your December hint. All right. Is it that time? It is that time. Ladies and gentlemen, time to go. Let's give a hint. Uh, or, I already gave it a hint. Let's give a prize real quick. Contest to pick. Congratulations to Louie. Louie, congratulations to you. Is that Louie P or is that a different Louie? It says Louie082374. Hashtag 837942 PQR. Y27. 3.141159. That's right. Uh, Louie, congratulations. Louis, whatever. 082374. Oh my God, is that his birthday? Seriously, that's the format of a birthday. Zero, August 23rd, 1974. Louis, that's a bad idea, dude. 
Don't do that. <laughs> that really is a bad idea. That's a bad you know, idea. You know how many people have, some, have used passwords that have something to do with their birthday? Stop the you, know, you can't do that. All right, don't do that. That's a bad idea. All right, congratulations, Louie. You're a winner. Uh, you're a winner. All right, shoot me a PM. We're going to hook you up with a prize, all right? Hey, guys, while you're at it, please visit our website, Talking Trek STFC. TalkingTrekSTSC.com, where we got all kinds of stuff. We got YouTube videos coming up soon. You guys be sure to check out for that. Thank you for your subs. We appreciate your comments. You guys are the bomb diggity over there on the YouTube channel. Thank you for subscribing. Share with your teams and make sure you get that up there. TalkingTrekSTFC.com. Want to thank my panel of guests, the graders tonight. Gregor, very nice to have you. Sorry it was so late. Thank you, Ripper. Thank you so much for being up until 6 o'clock in the morning. You are my hero. Steven Aaron, thank you. It's not 6 yet. It's it's going to be in He's like good. 18 minutes. Handy, thank you. Blue, Captain Mark, uh, Karkin, Bubba Joe, as always, my dearest friend. Thank you for everything that you contribute to the show. Thank you guys for contributing to this show. All you got to do to be a part of our Gold Patrons Club is visit TalkingTrekSTFC.com, where you can find the button that says Become a Patron. When you do that, then you are going to turn your name gold, and that is done simply by donating $5 or more a month to this show. And I'd like to thank those contributors. Now, Gregor, JC, Chuck's Grunt, Hank, I, Beglin, Venkman, Big Country, Sky, Stevens, Aaron, Dark Lord, Ahab, Fukum, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jay Berg, DJ Gur, Red 2, and Honey, Dunk, Bojack, Ape Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Tabby Moser, Regis, Lady Cass, Engineering, Free Philly, Doc 31, Hudson, Morpheus, Cam Coulter, Z Man, Jetski, Wingnut, CCXN, Fluffy, Puma, Devil's Advocate, Gooby Names, Rock, Raxanar, Striker, Jerry Ryan, Very Ready, Indie Dandy, Quack Boo, Kingo 101, Callus, Commander Taylor, Mass Tech, Damon Darks, Blue Mandalorian, The Professor, Chronic Breaks, Spock the Avenger, Medic 213, Stony Dude, Fog and Farts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Arian, Judge Crane, Galen Cobra, Splatsu, Eden, Sentinel, Y-Man, Looter, Ripper goes 24 hours. Connor, Irish Jack, Vinius, Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Neelix, Lord Pete, Lobot, The Egger, Storm Harshness, Procedure, Lugga, Subcommander, Doug, This Fella, Captain Jack, Dr. Link, Highway Empire, Velvet Thunder, Right Turn, Claude, Your Mom, Royal Power, Scarlet Hawk, Young Ducat, Lorenzo, 709, Lube, Cha Cha Roar, a Fox, Bills Mafia, E Rock, Midhead, The Clueless, One, Warren, Hugs and Cuddles, Gator, Evil Dragonfly, Shady Pines, Gopher, Counselor Q, Iron Chef, Yusuke, Nothing Better, Fistful of Jedi, Q Tip, Handy, Louis P, Hopes, Hammerhead, Captain Oblivious, Auto Obsession, Right Turn Glide, Bake Lama, G Force, I Kill You! Devin, Razahound, Garrick, JT10, Baminkas, Kevacor, Colgan, Baba, and Coet, Bayonetta, Beaver Beaver, and Sam. Thank you for joining our Gold Patrons Club by contributing $5 or more a month at TalkingTrekSDFC.com. Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your friendly neighbor. I'm Sam. I'm now. Love you. Man. See you later. Bye. I did it in one breath. <laughs>